showed three. Twelve. What a dick. Are you a boner guy? W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Cuz. Cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-cuz-a-roo-
T H E N. Two exclamation points. John wrote that. That, that seems to be a theme because I listened to the most recent episode and that's still what they're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So what's great is this episode has 37,000 views, only 155 thumbs up, and they only have 652 subs to their YouTube channel. This came out in oh. January of this year. So they're buying views or something. Thank and, uh, God, because <laughs> yeah, I was watching this. I was looking at the numbers <laughs> thinking, these guys are doing so much better than me. Jesus. No, they're, they're buying views because every single comment underneath that was goofing at them, yeah. which All is right. great. Thank Let's God. get right into it. This is the, uh, like you said, we could just listen, listen to the entire episode. The very first thing I heard, I pulled as a clef. What's All up, right. guys? Um, welcome to the No Filter Podcast, episode two. Episode one is up on YouTube at No Filter Podcast. Uh, follow us on all socials at No Filter Pod on TikTok and Instagram. It'll all be in the description below. You know, we're going to get the shit rolling. You know, like the comment, fucking, you know, sh share it, whatever. Get the shit rolling. So, guys, um, what's your guys' uh, thoughts on, like, prenups? <laughs> get them. Yeah. Good no energy. <laughs> I don't care if I, I, don't care if I um, make a dollar or $100 million. Get a prenup. 100%. All right, so I watched this on YouTube. I just want to set the stage for everybody, a little theater of the mind here. These guys are sitting around their kitchen table, or one of their mom's kitchen tables, the way that right. it's decorated. They have two Funko Pops on the table in their boxes still, one of Tom Brady and one of DK Metcalf, because they're such ballers, apparently. Fucking Funko Pops. They're very rich guys, Carl. Are you aware of that? Oh, dude, we're going to get into that. <laughs> we're going to get into that. So they start off, they're talking about why a prenup is important. And what this numbnuts is trying to tell us is that it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or a little money, getting half of your money taken from you sucks, sure. right? I think I just summed up what he's about to try to say with that right. sentence. If you don't have anything, they could just take whatever they take, right? You know, and you'd be left with even less. So if you're like rich, they'll take what they take and you still live off of what you got. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you have, I don't know, $10 million and yeah. you don't have a prenup and you like combine money with your girl uh -huh. and then she divorces you she's taking and, she ta and she takes half. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still $5 million, but shit, you could spend $5 million, $5 million excuse me, uh, quicker than you think. You know what I mean? That shit will go. You still need a job, yeah. but you can still live off of that. You'll be able to live off of that. Uh -huh. Yeah, but if you're not with your money too. Right. But if say you only make... 100 grand a year, uh -huh. you know what I mean? And you only have 100K Oof. in your bank account, and she takes 50, level 50K. Without taxes, too, is even more. That's what I mean. At the end of the year, you're going to be broke as fuck. That's what I mean. Now, look, and I understand this is a very difficult subject to comprehend. I think these guys are CPAs. I'm pretty sure they don't talk about right. what they do for a living. I, I that's how they make their, all their money, yeah. I checked out their Instas, and the one guy says he's an entrepreneur. Like, that's the only thing. I'm like, okay, I don't, that doesn't really mean right. anything. But Well, these are, these are tough concepts to wrap your head around because – I, I'm astonished at the clips you picked because the episode I listened to, completely two completely different episodes, yeah. they're talking about the same shit. This is all they bitch about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Women I, I, suck. Have you noticed that, Carl? I want to play this clip because the two episodes we're talking about, because I listened to the most recent episode as well, the mm -hmm. two episodes we're talking about are four months apart. And so I picked <laughs> up on something, and then we'll get into your clips. But th I thought this was interesting. So the one guy here, I think this is Nick, he's kind of... It, <sighs> How would you rate these guys, like, as far as douchebaggery? What's your well, one, two, and three? Did you figure that out? It's, fu it's, it's funny because I was, oh, as far as them individually? Yes. I didn't learn their names or anything. Okay. I didn't bother I, learning their names. Yeah. But I think the host, the guy who seems to kind of run it, is the biggest douchebag. 
Yeah. Because so, he's half asleep for all the episodes. So this is uh, Nick, I believe. Yeah, plus like two. When you're in that bracket of fucking really financial, I'm not, you know, but one day I will be, when I'm in that bracket of like being fucking rich as fuck. Right. All right. So he's, uh, you know, it's it's aspirational, this podcast. I got to right. give him credit sure. for that. He's like, you know, I am not rich right now. But I plan on becoming very rich, and so I'm going to be concerned about a prenup if I ever get married. And and then four months later, just four months later, Mike, they talk about how rich they are. And if I was a fat fuck, I would. This would never. This show would never get any hate. Thanks. But if all three of us were ugly as fuck, not good looking shit, we would get. We wouldn't get any hate. There's nobody. People would be like, you know what? What the fuck do these fat three losers got to say? We don't give a fuck. Thanks. So, like. You all hate because we're good looking and we're attractive. And I'm fucking rich. And yeah. When Super smart. Rich. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm fucking rich. Like you just said four months ago that you weren't. What happened? I pulled that exact same clip just because yeah. I was astonished at the fact that they think they're fooling us. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys just hate us because you want to be us. No, not in any scenario. And you're 20 years younger than me. And no. Not in any scenario when I, when I choose to switch lives with you. They're clearly in college, right? Did you get that vibe? I got that vibe, yeah. They, they were also high school buddies, which is uh, a shocker. I feel, <laughs> I feel bad because I want to reach through my phone and shake them and say, guys, in 15 years, you're going to hate that you did this. Yes. You are truly going to hate yourself. Well, you should be embarrassed doing. by this a week from now. But yeah, if it takes 15 years, <laughs> fine. As long as you get there eventually, right. that's fine. Did you pick up on where these guys are from, by the way? I think, well, they they talked about going to Bryant University, yeah, right? Yeah, they're like in your so neck of the woods. I think they're from my neck of the woods. Yeah, these are, these are your buddies over here. We got to get Very you. exciting. Maybe they listen to me. We got to get you and Will Noonan and uh, the crew together. We'll go out clubbing with these guys. I'm down. I don't know if I could keep up with them, but I'm down. All right, so after he talks about how he's rich as shit, now I'm confused. I'm going, wait a second. I don't know what this guy does for a living, but he said he didn't have money. So then he goes on to explain that. Only those three guys know how successful they actually are. People, like I said, I'm fucking rich. People that don't know, the only three motherfuckers that know, well, two, are these two that know about the shit we got going and the business opportunities we got. And nobody knows. Nobody outside of this circle right here knows. Nobody knows You're just gonna our, see fucking, it. our business or what we're doing with business, with everything. So when we, we're, yeah, people that say, that, oh, I know them, they're not rich. Motherfucker. You have no fucking clue. Yeah. You have no least. clue. Only us three know. And when it when it's all out in the open, when I want to flex it, I'm going to flex it. And then you'll be like, oh, shit, this is what he was talking about. Yeah, I know. Then, then we'll all be like, oh, man, damn it. He really is rich. Wow. Also, I like the idea <laughs> that we would know. Like, all your listeners probably know your financial situation, Carl. We go over their bank, right. your bank statement with them. Yeah, How course. the fuck would we know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's like, people think I don't have a lot of money just because I dress like shit and I don't have any stuff and I live with my mom. But, but really, I'm, like, fucking super wealthy. And no one knows it except for me and my friends. We're the ones who know it. Nobody else does. This is what a child says. This is what a child, when he's talking about his dad, how cool he is, or all the toys he has at home. Yeah, the spaceship he has. (laughs) (laughs) This is is I have a spaceship talk. (laughs) That's why I feel bad. It's amazing. Like, uh, you take something like Barstool Sports or Joe Rogan, like the shit that people call like alpha bro meatheads. It's like, no, no, no. This is what an alpha bro meathead is. You have no idea <laughs> the depths that this can go. Dude, I, I was thinking about like what would happen if we put Dick Masterson on the show. I think he would stick up for women. 
I'd be like, guys, all right, that's, you guys are going to learn too you're far. making me defend women. You're making me seem like a cuck. Yeah. <laughs> all right, one last clip, and then I'll let you get into yours, Mike, right. um, because I couldn't believe how quickly this escalated. So it went from January, not a lot of money, to uber-wealthy, Come uh, May, May 4th actually is when this episode came out. And Nick is just so fucking hateable. You're just being petty because you still think I'm hot. Yeah. But you're just being petty at this point. You don't want to fuck. All the girls I hate, I'm going to make it a point to fuck each and every single one of you. I'm going to fly you out on a fucking PJ and just obliterate your guts for the whole weekend. Eat your pussy from the back and everything. And never talk to you again. And I'll never speak to you again. But you are gonna get the good, the whole the whole glass. You're gonna have a couple glasses of champagne on the way on the PJ. Then I'm gonna fuck you on the PJ, send you back to where you belong, and that's the fucking streets, ho. Period. Wait, so now we're we have private jets that we're flying girls in on, and we're fucking them in our private jets. Like this escalated quickly. It's funny. We so we have a lot of crossover here so far. We listen to this the same way yeah. because I pulled the exact same clip, but I with a different angle because I titled mine. Does this not sound like rape to you? <laughs> like he's talking about forcibly <laughs> fucking these women that hate him. <laughs> it sent you on your way where you belong. But meanwhile, meanwhile, if you play my clip number two, he talks about how much he truly loves women and how he wants to show that. And if you guys are watching this. That I, you see me over the weekend, you're talking shit. I want to let you know I love you guys. <laughs> and like I told you guys, if I could procreate with the whole world, I would. Amen. Yeah, because I love women. I don't hate women. Amen. Yeah. But yeah, fucking roll into it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Truer words ever spoken, yeah. bro. Boy, what an offer, though, to, to procreate with every single one. <laughs> These lucky girls. Basically, what we have here, and, and this is what I'm picking up on, and Mike, you, you're hearing it uh, maybe a little bit differently than I am. Mm -hmm. I get the sense that these guys went to a seminar or, or watched a webinar or something. It's one of those things like, you know, fake it till you make it. Like, dude, you want to be rich? You start being rich right fucking now, man. You know, like the four-minute work week? I don't know if anyone's ever read that yeah, book. but basically, Gary Vee guys or someone like Basically, that. it's like it's like the four-minute or the four-hour four-minute work week. That's my fucking week. The four-hour work week is basically <laughs> like start acting like you're rich right now and just live that lifestyle. Just fucking go do it. Yeah. It's like, oh, and they're okay. vegan boarding this whole thing. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, why not? So I get the sense that these guys are talking about fucking girls and private jets and meanwhile they're having like slumber parties over at their friend's mom's house yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know well, i could be wrong would you like to get a taste of the comedic wit in this uh <laughs> in this podcast because it's not all it's not all talking smack you know they they there's a little levity involved oh good okay so clip number three by the way were you able to decipher what the fuck they were talking about in this episode it starts off with them <laughs> Uh, clearly getting into some altercation at Bryant University. Yeah, this episode's called Bryant University Feminists Triggered by Pod. Yeah, so I, they don't really explain it, but I guess some woman really came up to them and started giving them lip for being misogynist. Like at a bar or something. I, I don't think there was like a ton of feminists like hanging out at the sorority party or something. They always made, made it seem like they made it seem like everywhere we go, we're always hounded by these feminists. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Because they're all listening to their podcast for some reason. Like these guys are celebrities, like high five right. and all their bros. Yeah, check yeah. out the new episode, bro. Yeah, I fuck say prenups, baby, all the way. <laughs> they are faking it till they make it because I heard that and I was like, wow, these guys do have a following. Good for them. <laughs> But uh, clip number three, 
is the kind of uh, humor that is attached to these alpha bros. Oh, I think I have this same clip. This guy is so, because it's called Devastated Comeback. This guy is so proud of himself. This is really amazing. I hate all men. Believe you me, I said this. I hate all men, but why the fuck is she there? Mm. Probably Mm -hmm. the same thing. And then then I hit her with with this. No no joke. Real quick, just because where you clipped that, Mm -hmm. I just want to play this uh, quick lead up to this. Wait, first of all, first of all, why the fuck does it matter? Like, I was literally just chilling with my fucking friends, having a conversation. I'm not paying no mind to you or any other girl you know in the crazy fucking bar. about that? She's probably the same girl who says, I hate all men. But why the fuck is she there? So, I just wanted to play that part, because that, that was right. the only cut off right there. It's like, I love when somebody tells you what you think, and then tells you you're an asshole for thinking it. You know <laughs> yeah. what that girl always thinks? Like, you don't know that. You're just making that up. And now you're like, well, she's an asshole. All right. But and this, this is, is probably some poor college girl that was like, no, I don't want to fuck you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Exactly. The poor girl's just like, well, I have a boyfriend, but, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe some other time. I hate all men, but why the fuck is she there? Mm. Probably mm-hmm. the same thing. And then, go but on. then I hit, her with, I hit her with this. No, no joke. I swear on my mother, I said this to her. You can even attest to it. And the kids I was sitting with can even say it too. I swear to God. Just, oh, if you hate women, why are you here? I swear to God. I look her dead in her fucking eyes and I was oh, like, listen, oh, oh. I don't hate women. I love women. Took a little pause. I fuck women. Oh! And she just shut the fuck up. Didn't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> And I'm picturing that that animated GIF, that meme, where the kid's got his hands on his face. It's like, oh! Hickory no. dickory duck! <laughs> no, he didn't! Like, <laughs> like, you're a little girl, girl. Like, you're not... I don't consider you a woman, because I would never fuck you. <laughs> consider you a it woman. might just be a pity fuck. Just be like, shut up. That's about, I wouldn't probably... wouldn't pay me to do that, because the bitch ain't attractive. She ain't. And if I was a fat fuck, I would, this, would never, this show would never get any hate. Facts. But if all three of us were ugly as fuck, not good looking shit, we would get we wouldn't get any hate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no one makes fun of fat, ugly people. You're yeah, right. I know. That's all I've done for six and a half years now. It's make fun of fat That's people. What this podcast is built on you, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But I also like that he's open minded. He's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even fuck you. Maybe I'd give you a pity. Fuck. Yeah. I, 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 listen, if I did fuck you, it's really just because I feel bad for you. He's okay? an open minded guy. Dude, these guys are fucking tools. <laughs> did you they are, did you pick up on that at all? <laughs> you know what, Carly? I think you're right, actually. They are tools. <laughs> Holy shit. And they're, so unbear- the- they're the worst kind of guy. They are, I would say, borderline worse than the complete opposite side, like liberals that just yap in your ear about yes. how everything's offensive. These guys, I think, are worse. Yeah, they're more hateable for reasons I can't explain right now. Maybe yeah. because I spent the last five hours with them in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm angry with them. So I just want to explain. So I mentioned that the first episode, they're sitting at the kitchen uh, table. Now, in these episodes, they're sitting around the living room on couches, and they're holding on to their Blue Yeti microphones, which are big, bulky USB microphones, not really handheld Mike's, I've got right here. Yeah, you got one right there. They're, they're not meant to be like held onto and like sitting around shooting the shit with their bros. But I will say, the show sounds good. Whoever's doing the engineering behind this, I don't know if one of these guys knows how to do this or something, but it actually sounds really good. Yeah, if you want to produce for the Blind Mike Project, please feel free. <laughs> Patrick, Patty Seacuff's all of a sudden showing up. Yeah, if you want to engineer my stuff. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting because the episode two that I watched, 
the one that had 37,000 views. Yep. It's a three camera shoot and it's edited in post and the, the audio sounds good and it's showing the person who's fucking babbling about nonsense, but it's showing them. You know, that's something. Yeah. Better than it's what better I'm than doing. we do. I'm just, I'm just sitting on StreamYard, you know? Yeah. I don't have that kind of technology. The, la- the laziest type of broadcasting you possibly do is just on StreamYard. You just see everyone all the time. <laughs> I do. I do feel like did you get did did you get this vibe, Carl? I feel like you're gonna have a podcast war now. These are the kind of guys that are gonna hear that you talked about them, and you're gonna have a fucking problem, my friend. You think so? I do. I definitely do. Well, that'd be fun. (laughs) That would would be a good time. Live show in Providence, everybody. Let's go. (laughs) Um, If you if you play clip seven, we can kind of get a vibe for uh, how he respects women, and he kind of warns them like. Maybe he wouldn't do this, but some people might. So prepare yourselves. They go, shut up, type of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, it's not, it's the point where nobody, you shouldn't put your hands on me. I should put my hands on you. Mm-hmm. And I, what I should have said to the girl, I said, there's going to come a day when you do it to a guy, he don't give a fuck if you're a girl or not. He's going to knock you the fuck out in front of a whole crowd of people or if the doors are fucking shut behind at your, at your crib. Like some people just don't care. Some people don't give a fuck about going to jail. Some people don't give a fuck about hurting other people. Some people That's just how people are. Some people operate like that. But me, I'm calm. I will never hit a girl. But <laughs> I just wanted to be like, shut. I just wanted to like low key just be like, you're, you're just mad. The girl ends up telling me your body count. There are two things. First of all, the term body count they throw out. Yeah. I don't know if you did a, an official count, but I would say 300 times, roughly. Yeah, between in a 40 uh, minute span. Between talking about the TikToks that they saw and body counts of women. <laughs> so basically, uh, they, these guys smash puss, but if they you're the did. puss getting smashed, then you're not cool anymore. But what I, my main takeaway was what could this woman possibly have said that provoked this anger <laughs> yeah. where he's subtly threatening to physically assault her? <laughs> well, yeah, I know. He's just like, listen, I'm not going to smack the shit out of you, but you should. Someone, might. someone should smack the shit out <laughs> of you. you keep running your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. Keep rejecting hot men like me. <laughs> See where that gets you. So this is uh, more of them talking about girls be taking money and shit. 99% of the time, the girl's going to do what the fuck she wants, yeah. and she don't give a fuck how bad your pockets hurt after. Right. Yeah, she don't. Right. Especially when they're in that, like, that, that I'm that bitch mode, like, fuck this dude. Like, let's say you just cheated. Mm. Oh, fuck that, man. When they get into, like, bitch mode, watch yeah. out. And I think it's interesting, because you're hearing the perspective from three guys. You want, like, a, a counterpoint, right? You, you need someone in the room who's going to have the other side of this, and they do tease that they may someday get a woman on the show right no and also too like a lot of girls like when once we have a female on the podcast pretty soon we're gonna we're gonna talk like we're gonna ask her about that shit and she's gonna be like oh if you really love me you wouldn't do that no the girl did tell me that she was if you really love me you would do it he's already winning a conversation he's not currently having someday we're gonna get a girl (laughs) on the show and she's gonna say this i'm like no fuck that bitch you dumb bitch you're a fucking dumb bitch bitch and then she's gonna be like oh you're right (laughs) this is exciting radio i'm gonna tell you exactly how it's gonna go down next week listen to exactly what i just said These people are fucking amazing. If I can tell the poor girl that goes on there, run, sweetheart. (laughs) There is only doom ahead of you if you enter that house. This only ends in embarrassment for everyone. (laughs) 
in a lot of different ways. So they go on to talk about these bitches who be getting fat, yo, after they get into a relationship. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> I'm so tired. I also saw, speaking of this, I saw, um, it was a little bit ago, these TikToks of, oh, a trend, like, oh, show me what you look like before your boyfriend right. versus now. These bitches blew the fuck up. Like balloons. Like balloons. Like maybe they got it. These girls keep on. They're like fucking 5'2". And they're like 190, 200 pounds. That's a huge They look like fucking roly polies, dog. Exactly. I'm six foot, 200 pounds. Exactly. Like that's big. Dude, put things in perspective, guys. When you're 5'2", you shouldn't be 200 pounds. I'm 200 pounds. Just to put things in perspective. Like, no, we, yeah. we know. Now look at her next to this dime. See how big she is. <laughs> For perspective. <laughs> so I'm thinking that next time we do like the Fat Lip Podcast and talk about Ash, let's have these guys on as co-hosts. Oh, my They're, God. Oh, this, this bitch be blowing up like a balloon. Like a balloon. She's yeah, like a if balloon. They hate, <laughs> if they hate chubby girls, I can't imagine what they're going to think. <laughs> I'll say I for, I was surprised how like centered they are, and I've I've honestly thought that like over the last you know twenty thirty years, religion has taken such a beating that eventually it's going to make a comeback. That's yeah. how the world kind of works. It's cyclical. Sure. So if you play clip number eight, I didn't think religion would resonate in these guys the way that it did. And I'm just a fucking plain out. No, you're saying clean. you're saying if if you say you're a virgin, they'll think you're a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. You said at 22, you should not be a fucking virgin unless you're saving yourself for marriage. If you're not, you got no fucking game. Well, don't save yourself for marriage. I'll be gaming. Don't save yourself for marriage. That's such a fluke. No, guy, love God. But yeah, of course. But we don't save ourselves for marriage. Yeah. It's a fluke. God's gonna still love you. We're all going to heaven. Yeah, Who gives a fuck? You forgive your sin. Bro, like, you're not supposed to walk- sign me up to this guy's religion. All right, cool. So I, I just like the phrase, I love God. <laughs> yeah. God, I love you, buddy. You're not supposed to watch porn. 99.9% of you that watches probably watch porn. And porn is fucking bad. Just try to stay off it. Yeah, try to fucking stay off porn. It's yeah, fucking that's... bad for you. I don't care. Well, mentally... It mentally fucks you. Just picture this. You're a fucking... I'm, I was stunned these wouldn't be the guys that are, like, addicted to porn. I know! You would You would think they'd be watching porn on their show. Yeah. Like, check out this, this video I just saw. <laughs> right. You're watching some chick get absolutely destroyed by fucking sins. <laughs> by Johnny Sins. What? And what a then you try to emulate everything in porn. Bro, that ain't even real sex, bro. <laughs> right. We gotta get this Johnny Sins on the show. <laughs> I don't even rad. know. Also, he's saying like he's ripping on virgins for emulating what porn stars do. I don't even understand. At a certain point, they talk about because the one guy is not into anal sex. I didn't realize they were so religious. Sure. Is that like that's not that's frowned upon by the Bible, right? Anal sex. No, I think that's how you do it. Recommended. Yeah, that's the only way. That it actually works, but I thought this was kind of an interesting question. And as they're talking about how how good they are at fucking the shit out of bitches, which is okay. always fun. She's fucking hot. She's even better looking now. You slap her tits around a little bit, bro. I fucked the shit out of her. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like you fucked her so hard she pooped on you. Fuck you. Imagine that. Yo, I heard. Wait. No, nah, we didn't talk. It, about, no, what? but like real quick, like real real fucking oh, quick. Oh shit. Know Isn't when say. like I don't know. I've heard this in like I think it was like fifth grade. Or fifth or fourth grade, one of the um, one of the kids told me that if you fuck a chick in the ass and you pull out some wrong way, she shits on she shits everywhere. That's disgusting. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> well, it's a reliable source. Yeah. So I, I would assume all, it's true. <laughs> I'd like you to nail down. Was it fourth or fifth grade? For right. Christ's sake, which one was it? Was the kid speaking out of experience? Was was he the one uh, getting fucked in the ass and then shitting everywhere? 
It'd be a lot of questions. Recently. Like, I went to a local elementary school and polled them on anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> Here were my findings. God damn. You know, remember when you used to be a little kid and you'd have these types of fucking debates because you didn't know what the fuck you were talking about? Now you can, like, literally just Google that shit. Like, do girls shit after you pull your dick out? And you'll find, like, a probably three dozen videos of girls pooping or, as you take your dick out. how about if you're out. slamming puss seven nights a week? You should probably know that. No, no, he gets all of his information about sex from fourth grade <laughs> from his buddies. Did you get the vibe grade. that these guys might be virgins as much as they trash virgins? Well, they definitely are talking the talk. <laughs> I'll give right. them that. They, right. they want to portray themselves in a certain way. I suppose. The other thing that I was trying to figure out, because I, you know, I, I'm speculating that they're buying these views. It doesn't make any sense. Otherwise, 37,000 right. views on this video. But then I thought, well, maybe they just went to a really big high school and they want to get the hot gas on all the shit that happened in high school. Or like, I'm not going to sure. say any names. I'm not going to name drop anybody. But I'll, I'm going to keep it like real broad. A girl yeah, from yeah. our high school did it. What? Yeah. I'm not from name dropping, bro. What? From Sparta? Yeah. All right, so I'm uh, just going to offer a little bit of advice from one YouTuber to another. Um, you might want to talk about things other than a girl you went to high school with if you want to get a large <laughs> audience enjoying your programming. No one can, Actually, I'm not going to say any names. Was it Stephanie? <laughs> tell me it was fucking Stephanie, bro. Not saying any names, man. Not going to tell Actually, you. Actually, on uh, patreon.com slash blind mic, once a week I do talk shit about my third grade girlfriend, Allison. Yes, so, uh, what a cunt. We get into that, yeah. <laughs> It's a whole series around it. It's great. <laughs> All right. Let's find out more about what's going on on TikTok. Dude, honestly, going back to what we were saying about like the prenup yeah. and everything, there was this video I saw on TikTok. I, I fucking, I had to make a stitch to this video in the summer. And there was like the dude found out the girl was cheating. He was like, oh, really? 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 She hits him with, make some money. I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not just do a show? I feel like everyone's doing this now. They just talk about what they saw on TikTok that day. It's just—I mean, I think you could just boil it down to money and pussy at this point. <laughs> well, I think I think it's pretty obvious what their algorithm is. So the the big reveal—I have the big. If you take anything away from this episode of Who Are These Podcasts, if there's one thing to remember, it is this. Hot topic. <laughs> Very hot. <laughs> Girls cheat more than guys. Oh, Facts. fuck yeah. Girls <laughs> cheat more than motherfucking oh, dogs. Period. Yeah, bro. Period. They're sneaky. They're sneaky as fuck because they know. They know for a fucking fact. If a fucking, if a dude's cheating, he's cheating in the open, bro. Mm. It's like walking around fucking naked. It's so obvious. These guys are dunderheads. <laughs> well, they, they have a lot of creeds that they live by. Like, yeah. they, they have a lot of rules of thumb. So clip 13 is kind of similar to what you just played. I just love the fact that these guys suck at cheating on their girlfriends. They're like, yeah, all guys are so shitty at that. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. But they want to so badly. You know? <laughs> like we always say in this pod how a guy can marry who he wants. A girl marries who she can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> yeah, there's never been a de desperate guy out there. That's no. why the term incel was created. <laughs> Girls marry who they can. <laughs> right. well, I like that there's girls like outside their door right now. Please, can I have your hand in marriage, boys? I heard you guys were up to some like business opportunity. Can I be part of this? <laughs> I want to be on the private jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to think. Oh, also, they're, they're moving to Miami. 
I yes. Yeah, let's let's get my, into that real quick. I have yeah. a clip, and then because uh, th- they had to save up money. I was just right. in Miami. Expensive place to live. Very expensive. Uh, the costs have, have gone up quite a oh, bit. Yeah. Do you want to say we apologize for not uploading last week? We're all just pretty much working our fucking dicks off, and um, just so we could save up money because we're moving to Miami. In September, so stay tuned for that. And it's gonna be fucking sick. Pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Pretty interesting weekend. They're working their dicks off to save up to move. Like these three bros. <laughs> what are they, a thruple? These three <laughs> bros are moving to Miami together. Yeah, but it's I do always say like where you're doing the podcast is important. Like it's always bothered me that you guys are in Rochester. I'm yeah. like ah, I'm bored. Yeah, Who gives that, a fuck? that Nashville show is fire though, wasn't it? I'd rather they be in Miami. <laughs> I just love the idea of these guys. I, I don't know what they think their life is going to turn into, but it's not. It'll probably be a walkout for the Dolphins. You know, we'll see what happens after that. I know. I'm lucky. So, like, I turned 30 this year. So, I kind when I was doing, like, college radio, I kind of just missed where we would be putting it on the internet and it would last forever. And that's why Oof. I want to, like... I feel like we're doing a service to these guys. Like, get this off of YouTube. Stop what you're doing. Oh, I'll never take this down. <laughs> I'm not doing no, a no, service not you, at all. That, I'm saying. No, I, Please, no, I, that's the, the problem, God. though. I'm going to keep. They will try to scrub this. I will keep <laughs> this around for many years to come. Right. Um, I did notice their uh, energy, though, really bugged me. Like yeah. the intro you played earlier, for example. That's kind of the intro of the episodes that I listen to as well. It's very, and I was like, is no one. Am I am I wrong about this? Because it has thirty seven thousand views. People must enjoy it. And finally, in clip fourteen, the host, who you, I think you said his name, Nick, is called out for uh, his low energy. With the disrespect in the beginning, no, no one's gonna disrespect. Meaning like you mean like boundaries for the both of you? Yeah, got you. Yeah, I agree. You feel I feel like to in like a healthy relationship, you gotta set them set the boundaries for both. Bro, are you good? I know. Put some fucking effort into her. Don't. Yeah, you seem like yeah, you sound like you're high and shit right now. No, <laughs> no I mean, did I? Dude, like, you I think you're totally right, man. I think you're what? totally right. Yeah, get off the fucking, fucking show. Punch you and beat this he's like, you on he's like, uh, yeah. If your girl, if your girl doesn't respect you, man, I would yeah, fucking agree with that hundred percent. Fucking off until guy puts on sunglasses and all of a sudden he can't talk. I know. <laughs> Last episode he was fine. And now I know he was totally fine. Yeah, it's because we were talking about politics or some shit. Fuck you. Cheating and he's having Donald a- Trump. Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> if these two guys are telling you you're bad at podcasting, you might want to look well, into that. Not only that, but they say you're bad at podcasting, have some fucking energy, and his response is, I'll beat the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is that proof? <laughs> so that same guy, Nick, in episode number two, makes a statement that I thought was interesting. But I do wear the pants in my relationship. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I have a girl or anything, but I'm going to wear that fucking pants. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he's not in a relationship, but he's going to wear those fucking pants. I laid those pants out. <laughs> <laughs> and then this, this clip right here probably pissed me off more than anything else that I heard on this show. And we know. Uh, you have nothing to do with it. They'll still hold it. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And like, I'm not even going to say that, actually. Um. It's an off-podcast thing, but we they either have baggage. Self-censorship on no-filter podcast? No-filter! He's like, I'm not going to say that on the podcast. I, I, my inner Drew Lane came in. I'm like, it's the no-filter show! Say yeah. it! Say this bitch's name from your high school. There is no filter. <laughs> Put her on blast! There's no filter here! What's wrong with you? Oh, um, fuck. Well, one of the episodes I got to, they got into some statistics 
And one of them seemed wrong. I believe it's uh, my clip 16, I think. Maybe I'm way wrong. I Googled this and it doesn't seem right, but I'm curious your thoughts. Like, Bro, who gets married these days? <laughs> Fuck that. Hello, low key. I'm with you. No, but dude, like the divorce rate is crazy though. Yeah, it's yeah. So like that's just kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie. What is seventy? So I think it's up to eighty yeah. percent. Maybe I think it's between seventy and eighty percent. Holy fuck! <laughs> it's all the divorce is always initiated by the woman. Seventy percent of the time. Seventy percent. But isn't that scary, bro? Oh, why? Because the woman's not happy. Yeah. And they why take is it everything. Okay, from? for a woman, just going like with your thing. You said if your wife lets herself go, you can tell her one time, one time only. I thought so. And and if she doesn't get her shit together, you're out. Yo, yo. I like that these guys are like, I'm going to tell the woman how it is and she has to listen to it. And then in the same breath are like, but these bitches always initiate the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they get sick of us, they just leave. I, I, that's ridiculous, too, because you know in their mind, they're thinking of like, oh, well, she caught me cheating and now she wants a divorce. Well, she's fucking initiating it, though. What a bitch! <laughs> What's her problem? Those are bitch. some good stats. Eighty percent of divorce, eighty percent of marriages end in divorce, and seventy percent of divorces are initiated by the woman. I think it's like one hundred fifty percent of divorces <laughs> come from women. If I'm doing the math correctly, a lot of so only <laughs> only twenty percent of marriages end in death now, apparently, which is a nice number. <laughs> apparently, uh, like like I said earlier. I I hate the system. My brother went through a divorce and really lost a lot from it. And I've had friends, and it seems fucking awful. Listening to these guys for thirty minutes, I'm taking the woman's side. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should clear him out. Fuck that guy. It's I'm a I'm a feminist cuck now. Yeah, I'm, I know. After I'm marching to these in guys. the streets with my pussy hats for these ladies. <laughs> <laughs> these guys have turned me. These guys have turned me. It's it's shit like this. They're talking about when you're dating someone. If you have location tracking set up on each other's phones so you can see where the other person is, which is so far out of my fucking universe that I'm like, holy shit, that's what's going on these days. People are tracking each other's whereabouts at all times. (laughs) Fuck. No, thank you. But anyway, uh, so this is what uh, Jay has to say about that. But no, going on the location thing, the only time I asked for Elena's location is when she went went to the city. That's it. Because like, (laughs) I'm a fucking like, like a uh, protective freak. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm a protective freak. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You got trust issues. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you spy freak. on your girlfriend everywhere yeah. she goes. No, we get it. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Yeah, there's like hot guys that you're like worried about in the city. Yeah, no, we get it. We know what's going on. This Makes can't sense. be. It's it's so sad because like I I always I talk about like political correctness and all that horse shit. I right? I don't as much now, but like we used to talk a lot about cancel culture and all that stuff. And I would say it can't be the entire generation. There has to be some kids that are against like all the woke bullshit going on. And then I found these guys and yeah. I was like, I hope they're all woke. I hope the rest yeah, of them are all woke. I know. <laughs> and I know. Not where, like this. where is the fucking porridge that's just right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So. I want to give you guys a little quiz. How do you think these guys feel about guys who let their girl run them? Mike, what do you think? Um, I think they have a reasonable take and say it's good that you're loyal to your girlfriend yeah. and you respect her opinion. You're close. Producer Chris? Okay. I, I'm with Mike. Yeah, okay. Men who let women walk on them. Yeah, that. So pretty much fuck pussies. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you yeah. let your girl run you, you're a bitch. Oh, well, you guys are wrong. Actually, they <laughs> think you're a bitch. What are the, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah, go figure. Oh, let's let's find out why girls go on dates with guys. Oh, please. Keep in, mind, keep, keep in mind, a lot of girls 
A lot of girls go on dates with dudes that fucking just for free food. Yo, I fucking can't hungry. Those bitches, bro. Bro, that's a. Uh, I never got that done to me, bro. They're host. hungry. That, that's <laughs> what you thought he. Oh, yeah, um, what are they called, bro? What are they called? The, uh, the girls yep. that just a guys pay for the girl to go on a date with them, basically. Was it sugar daddy or something? No, no. Like they're like escorts. No, that's not what an escort is. Being an escort. What's he talking about? <laughs> yeah, every time I walk into like a Chipotle or something, there's a woman outside. Could, could I please have some lunch, sir? Would you like to go on a date with me? <laughs> we'll date for food. They got the sign up. <laughs> you get off the expressway. I'm like, all right, get a get a get a boyfriend, you bum. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I was reading. So as I was flying back from Miami on Wednesday, I was reading the book Men Are Better Than Women, written by one Dick Masterson. And even that is tame compared to what these guys actually say and think. It's it's pretty it's pretty fun. All right. <laughs> Blind Mike, you have a brand. You have created a brand for yourself. Who are these podcasts? Is a brand. So you and I are both trying to build our brand. We have some advice coming in from our friend Nick. When you're building yourself, when you're building your brand, you're, you're, you are your brand at the end of the day. Right. When you build yourself, make yourself, you got to be fucking, you got to be, you, gotta, you can't. You, Especially if you're Russell Brand, I want to point out. You got to be 10 out of 10. Right. As, as high, get yourself as rated high as possible. I'm talking with your money. You got to get your money right. You got to fucking, you got to look the part. You got to work out. You got to do everything. You got to be on the money. Clean your fucking hair. Brush your hair. Get haircuts every fucking week. Be on the money every time. Right. And obviously, dick her down fucking good. Yeah. That's what's all about. Yeah. Because if you do all, if your money's right, everything's in a in a row. Plus, you giving her good dick. She going She ain't gonna leave you. She ain't gonna say, "Oh, make this, make that." Uh, no, out. she's gonna fucking love the fuck out of you. <laughs> so I don't know what you've been doing for your brand, Blind Mike. But have you been remembering to dick her down good? I'm stunned my Patreon isn't doing better numbers because my girlfriend is limping every morning. <laughs> so wait a second. You're following the advice. You're dicking her down good. I'm doing everything I can. You're doing everything you can. <laughs> Did you get your hair cut every week, though? That's the other No, that's said. the thing. I let it go. All right. <laughs> wow. Um, you, <laughs> you speculated earlier that these guys might live with their moms still. I, well, listen, I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, you're living with your mom, but they might. I don't know. I, I don't know that that's true. And hey, listen, if you're still in college, whatever, I have no problem with that. Right. But they do definitely still interact with their mom. And I would say in an unusual way, if you listen to clip uh, 17. Together, you're out. Yo, yo. Last night, upstairs, my piece for watching uh, American Idol, and Katy Perry's on that bitch, and she just lost all her baby weight within a year. She looks good. He looks dirty. And I said to my mom, I said, Baby, you're said, a firework. I said, I said, why did she lose all that weight, Ma? <clears throat> oh, because she's a celebrity, blah, 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 blah. I said, she's, so, so she has to keep a standard, right? But yeah, I said, what's the difference of keeping a standard to your husband? Exactly. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fuck mom. you, Mom. You let yourself go, let you yourself fat pig. Go, mom. <laughs> you, you could get, get a fucking facelift for Dad? What's your problem? <laughs> Little bone dogs would kill you. <laughs> Make some noise with the pots and pans, would you? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. So we, if we listen to clip 19, we kind of get a vibe of who they are. And then in clip 20, they answer that. So let's listen to 19 first. Yeah. Backwards. 
Grant the, backwards. Like, grant the fact that, like, if a man wants to become a woman, if a man wants to be submissive, that's the way the man wants to operate. But why is it wrong for three guys, as in us, and there's more people like us out there, why is it wrong? Way more why is, than you little cucks on the right. screen. Why is it wrong for three dudes trying to be traditional men? Like, and then if you say there's no such thing as traditional men, history repeats itself all the time, right? So we're that last leg, and our kids are going to be that last leg. But there's gonna be a time. What? And <laughs> what is this point? The people that don't know what's going on. If you're fuck, everybody knows what's going on in the U.S. I'm pausing it real quick. So you literally just said history repeats itself, and we're the last of a dying breed. Like, yeah, wait, producer that's... Chris just asked a very foolish question. What's his point? He's yeah. saving men, Chris. Oh, that <laughs> what's old wrong? backwards one. Yeah. And two, there's gonna be a time where it's something something i don't know i can't predict the future but something's going to happen where everybody's going to go back to square one because if it ain't broke don't fucking fix it not sounds like he's predicting the future to me he said I he could not even know what that means if it ain't broke don't fix it cuz you're saying everything's changed so uh, yeah what the fuck <laughs> but basically in that clip they're talking about how they're kind of the last of a dying breed now if you play clip 20 it's funny to have that perspective on yourselves and not understand i guess the feedback they get Independent, you're not independent. Yeah. Like it's just not it. Okay, that's like me calling myself an alpha male. I'm not. Dude, you know what's crazy? The amount of comments that we get. Oh, these alpha guys. Blah blah. blah. We've never once said we were. People just coined that term on us. Like we like we said that. that we right. Shit. Never did. But she. Fuck you guys. She, what the fuck? I went on these guys' Instagrams. They're all selfies with their shirts off. That's and, all and the these guys post on the internet. Cucks. <laughs> I don't know why people don't think we're betas. What the fuck? What's <laughs> why do they think that we're alphas? The guy's got like fucking his uh, football uniform on from high school still on his fucking Instagram. And he's got the fucking face paint on. <laughs> they're pretty fucking awesome, really. They're, they're they're about 10 years away from selling shoes in the mall and talking about the one time they scored four touchdowns in one game. <laughs> You're giving him 10 years. <laughs> Uh, it's a married um, with children reference, guys. If you're listening, it's a married with which children. is coming back in a cartoon form. Oh apparently, Jesus! By the please way. don't yeah. do that. I don't know. <laughs> you're not going to improve it. That's for sure. Um, if you listen to clip 15, I did think it was funny. Just that this is like the four seconds that they deviated from you know crushing ass and making paper. Uh, clip 15, they get into a little murky territory. <laughs> yeah, we were told we were just bullshitting about. The best candy in the world. Yeah. Like, so what is comments it? Of what's your favorite candy? <laughs> Bro, it's Twix. Mine's fucking Kick peanut butter M&M's. Away. This took a weird-ass turn. Oh, yo, let's <laughs> fucking talk about talk about. <laughs> then get on with it. Okay, you, you fucking interrupted me, bro. <laughs> this took a weird turn. Let's go back and talk about pussy. A debate as old as time. Twix or Reese's? Where do you stand? Well, you wrote, you called this classic debate, and I thought for sure they were going to ask, are there more doors or wheels in the world? Because that's really <laughs> what I want to get into with these guys. I th them having that debate would be scintillating. <laughs> amazing. If we force them to talk for half an hour until they get to a conclusion. Okay, Actually, come, don't get come out of there until you have an answer, and I want to see all your work. Show your work on it. It's very funny you phrase that like that, because... Clip 12, I believe, is a full minute-long clip, uh -huh. and it's a phrase that they apparently use all the time in the podcast, but it takes them about a minute to get there. The girl's got to work the way Listen, listen, listen. Majors, boy. Like we always say, a man can cheat and still love his wife. I agree. On a, a million fucking Shut up! <laughs> I, I and agree. a woman can't cheat. And a woman can't cheat and still love his man. 
I agree. This is not a fact. Damn it, bro. Like, I had a TikTok say, clip and you fucking interrupted it. What are you saying? What are you saying? Who's calling me? Yo, out. Um, a man can cheat and still love his wife. A woman can cannot cheat, right? And not wait. Say like it again. If you if you're a woman, you cheat on your man. You don't. Fuck you can't love your man. You can't love you a woman. It. Girls, hundred percent. Especially in relationships, when the relationship's going downhill. But they girls will seek otherwise. Oh fuck! I got my mm-hmm. eye on him just in case this one don't work out. Then mm-hmm. she, motherfucker, she. It's not like guys that get curved in the DMs and oh. whatever. A woman cheats. A woman uh, cheats emotionally. Yeah. And a I man cheat just to cheat. Bro, bro, it's girls, exercise, bro. bro. Re- exactly. It's a man's exercise. Exactly. Figured it out. Very good, guys. All right. I like that he starts that like we always say. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, attitude. What is it we always say? <laughs> All right, I see the uh, jury has come out of deliberation, and uh, do you have your verdict? All right, <laughs> they finally talked through it. Good. And very faintly, he goes, "Ooh!" when he thought of it, <laughs> he's very excited. Uh, all right, well, this is um, this is a point again going back to the prenup and uh, this idea that uh, you know women get half of your shit. Okay, because at the end of the day, you know, like she doesn't make your money. You know what I mean? She doesn't wake you up. She doesn't tie your shoes. She doesn't put your shirt on. You know what I mean? Like, you put your shirt on. You tie your shoes. You make your money. You drive to your job. She don't drive you to your job. You know what I mean? Like, these are the points I'm trying to make is that, like, at the end of the day, she leaves. She can leave in a heartbeat. It's it's your life. These guys think they're profound. That's what's so annoying about this. I know. He has to explain. She doesn't put on your shirt. She doesn't even put on your shoes. And she doesn't do the job that you do that makes the money. So... She doesn't drive you to the job. She didn't give you advice. She didn't do your homework with you that night. Like, she doesn't deserve, you know, and, and those are your grades that you got. And, and fuck you, Matt. Like, what's all this anger? Like, who are you really angry with on all of this? <laughs> this is, as a, like, again, when I was in college, I knew I wanted to be in radio or podcasting or whatever. And there were times I thought to myself, you know, if we just recorded the boys hanging around, yep. getting drunk and smoking weed, these are the conversations we should capture. And then when I listened to this, I was like, thank God I did not do that. By the way, every single ONA listener has had that yep. conversation with their, with <laughs> <Yep>. their bodies. <laughs> Dude, we just did another hour out on the street. <laughs> All right, we do have to move on to other subject matter because... This beer on the balcony this week is insane. And I it's going to take us forever. Too many clips. <laughs> but is there anything else? I don't want to just uh, move on and get some more clips on there. Anything else you want to play from uh, from our friends Anthony, Jay, and Nick? I think we're pretty much good. I guess the last one that we don't have any crossover on is uh, yeah. 18 if we want to play that before we stop. Great fucking point. Because <laughs> mm. be- because for a man's fuck-ups, society lets him know he's a fuck-up. Yeah, no, I just turned it down with my foot by accident. Okay. So you're meaning, meaning like... If you're a fucking bum, if you're 30 years old, you live with your mom, you smoke weed, and you have no job, society's going to let you know you're a fucking fuck-up. Well, honestly, but for a woman, it's, yeah, you're, you're a little over, you're overweight, you're, you're not a good wife, you're not a good girlfriend, you cheat, you're sneaky. No, you don't oh, have a boyfriend. Oh, it's okay, you're, in, like, it's fine, you do you, you do you, it's okay to be fat. No, it's not. It's only the past fucking five or six years where everybody's like, 
oh, like body positivity. Fuck body positivity. It only applies to fat women. Yeah, let's, beef, let's call a spade a spade. It only applies to fat women. All right, I'm I'm starting to agree with them now. I'm nodding my head more and more than I have the rest of the show. Okay, you got to get these guys on for fat lip. The more I think about <laughs> yeah, it, the more I think about it. these guys that might fit right in over here on WATP. But I also like that they're just like. Uh, you know, you can get away with uh, cheating on your husband, doing whatever you want. Like, Not like anyone's criticized Amber Heard in the last month. Oh, yeah, no, they get away with whatever they want, of course. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. But I think uh, that's pretty much a, all I had from them. I, I just loved reading the comments underneath these videos, because people are just putting, like, wow, these guys peaked in high school, and just, like, everything. They're pretty transparent. It's pretty obvious who these guys are. Right. And I love the fact that they're, like, in their own little world of, like, how fucking cool they are at the gym and... They're they're the guys. So like, uh, when, you know, when I worked for Barstool Sports, there were always people that would attack Barstool for being like this sexist, racist place. That it just it simply wasn't. Like that's not what it was. These are the guys that want to work there because they think it's a sexist, racist place. <laughs> yeah. that like they think they would fit that mold. You know. So what do we do? Just smash puss all day? Or, well, no, actually, you need to, gotta answer your emails, asshole. Get back in front of your computer. <laughs> uh, all right, it is time for. We missed this last week at the live show. It's time for. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And Ooh. this week comes in from Richard Lucas. This is a show called We Saw the Devil. It's a pretty big and popular true crime show. And they just have to talk about Ukraine because they have listeners in Ukraine. And so they have some good advice for all of us. I want you to listen very closely. I've just been following along so heavily because in my lifetime, I've never witnessed anything like this. And my heart absolutely breaks for the Ukrainian people. So we do have some listeners in Ukraine. Uh, I can see countries where our listeners come from, and we do actually have a handful of listeners from Ukraine. So please stay safe. You are in our thoughts. All of this is just so unbelievable. And to the other listeners who are following this just as appalled as the rest of us, Make sure you stay hydrated, take mental health breaks. It can be actually pretty horrifying to follow this stuff consistently and really get bogged down. I know that a lot of my friends who are also news junkies like me and just really empathetic people overall are struggling a little bit with all of this going on in the world right now. You know, threat of nuclear holocaust on the table now, um, the Ukrainian people, the deaths coming out of there. It's terrifying. Hold your loved ones tight, take some mental health breaks and stay hydrated. She said it twice. I didn't edit that in any way. A nuclear holocaust, so stay hydrated. What is there a word that you think she means? Like that, if she's fucking up? Or? That, that's a great question because why would she think? And I love this idea that like mental health breaks are going to fix the world too. Like everyone just thinks like, hey, just take some time for you. Okay, yeah, well, well I did that. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Stay hydrated. All right, pretty good advice. Yeah, just have a glass of water, Ukrainians. You'll be fine. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, so, Mike, I've been listening to your show, Why Are You Laughing? I, I loved the episode where you talked about Gilbert Gottfried recently, and then you also had one with Ron and Fez. Yes. And I, was, I enjoyed Ron and Fez. They were always on after uh, Opie and Anthony on Yeah, uh, a very the underrated, virus. weird show, I thought. Yes. Well, Ron Bennington is brilliant. And yeah. uh, he he literally hosted a show with a guy who wouldn't talk for years and made it interesting. So, so. so bizarre. <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. Here's a guy who hosted a show with two people who are hilariously funny and still fucked it up. Opie's doing something weird right now. He's starting to put out these best ofs 
from his afternoon radio show at Sirius with new sponsors around them, which can't possibly be legal, but whatever. It's chance. It's <laughs> good for him, right? Why not? No one listened to that shit when he was doing it, so he might as well put it out now. <laughs> I saw that uh, Anthony with uh, Gavin McGinnis were, were going through Opie's TikToks a little bit on their, on their oh, show. God. Yeah, so I just pulled this ISO. Opie Radio on the TikTok. Loving the TikTok. Loving the TikTok. It's Ugh. really embarrassing what he's doing over there on, on TikTok. I've gotten on TikTok just to put like clips and shit of my shows on there, and it's done. No- I have like 100 followers. It's done nothing. But if I ever get to the point where I'm like, trying to keep up with the trends the way Opie does. Yeah. I put a bullet in my fucking head. I can't imagine it. He tries so hard, too. It's so he sad. He wants to puts go... The, puts the filters Anthony on. talked about this. When Anthony was on with you, he talked about this, I think. Yeah. Where he... Going viral is the most important thing to him. He doesn't care how it happens. Yep. He just... He loves the word viral. He needs to go viral. It doesn't even make sense, because like Anthony was talking about, they were talking to millions of people every day. You didn't need a video to go viral. You were viral. Yeah, yeah you have. You, you're, you're Texture Sam was viral. <laughs> By the way, I want to point out Uncle Jerry on YouTube says this fucking Mike guy thinks he's so cool wearing shades inside. It is a little I'm bit blind, disrespectful. You son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? Just a bit disrespectful. Um, all right. So if you think Opie doing TikTok is gross, he's got, he's got you beat here. By the way, I keep looking down because I'm debating if I should pull my entire little toenail off my uh, off my foot. I'm debating. It's like it's like thick. It's like a corn chip. If you need to know the truth, don't get sick on me. It's I only got. Oh damn, that toe ain't looking good either. Oh my god, what's going on with my toes? Oh shit, I might have to get some of that shit that clears up your toes. But I got one that's looking a little rough. I'm not going to lie to you. And every once in a while, I debate if I should just pull the whole the whole toenail off. I don't usually eat during the show, but I did bring Fritos. Did you want oh, some? God. Fritos. <laughs> All it's right. astonishing to me to look back at Opie and just think that, like, the signature bits of Opie and Anthony all centered around trashing other radio shows and comedians yep. for being hacks. Yep. And now look what Opie's become. It's uh, it's incredible because what we've been following, of course, is the last couple of years, Opie doesn't want to pay for parking anymore. Mm-hmm. And I would recap that, but I'll let Opie do it. Let me back up. So I, um, I park on the streets in New York, and I've had no problem. I got rid of my, uh, you know, my garage thing about, uh, I don't know, beginning of COVID. So a little over two years ago. I've saved close to $1,000 a month. Most people understand this, and all I have to do is sit in my dumb car once a week. And sometimes I don't have to do once a week with holidays and whatnot. Interesting. He's really justifying this now. It's like, I mean, it makes perfect sense once a week. I mean, someday, sometimes it's like Thanksgiving. I don't have to move my car. It's amazing. I get a whole week off. Just eat it is, dinner in the car. Boor- <laughs> this is a boring conversation you get trapped at at like a holiday party. Yeah. You're just, oh, okay. Oh, you sit in the car? Yeah. Oh, no, that's good. Sometimes you don't even have to do it. That's cool. <laughs> no, no, you're wrong, Mike. This is a show. This is a show. There's advertising around it. Because I assume Fresh, you were surreptitiously f- recording him. Hello Fresh really needs to hear about his habits moving his car. I love this idea that it's like this has been awesome. It's working out great. He is so stressed out with the street sweeper moving his car, getting back into his spot. He's eyeballing his neighbors like that fucking guy tries to take my spot. He's, it's it's a whole ordeal, and now he's going look at it, it's no problem at all until finally this happened. And uh, as I went. And hit that button. I went, 
to expose the fact that they stole my side view mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> now, normally, I've had my car broken into many times and things stolen. It's not funny, but with Opie, for some reason, it's really fucking funny. It's funny. Did you see? Somebody posted this in the subreddit, too. He, he took a photo of his side view mirrors, and the mirrors is gone. What a I mean, weird the best content thing. he's put out. <laughs> what a weird thing to... To steal, I thought, but apparently that's what's going on now. There's a lot of uh, break-ins going on. A lot of uh, you know breaking uh, breaking windows and grabbing shit. They're also cutting out the catalytic uh, converters from underneath, and they're also one of the big items they're stealing, which I had no idea there was any value to them until it happened to me. They're stealing side view mirrors. He's really turned into Grandpa Simpson just yelling at the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so interesting to listen to. I mean, all kidding aside, Carl, New York is a cesspool right now. Let's see if you really want to get into it. <laughs> he lives in the nicest neighborhood of Manhattan, the, right. the nicest <laughs> borough. And uh, he's not having a lot of luck there. Seems like things aren't going his way. And I found out the hard way today after, uh, you know, uh, checking with a whole bunch of garages. Guess what two side view mirrors will cost you with installation? Who wants to guess? Who wants to guess? Anybody in the Discord find my God? Uh, $40 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Close without going over wins the prize. <laughs> Producer Chris like $40 million and $1. <laughs> Any guesses, though, for real? Anyone want to guess what it costs? Uh, really. A few thousand, I would think, right? Okay. okay. Here's the big reveal. The price for two side view mirrors for my stupid car, which, by the way, I, I didn't even know this until today, is uh, seven years old. So it's an older car, right? $1,350. <laughs> so he sold his mirrors to pay for parking. This is like the gift of the Magi, right? B- basically. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so... He didn't know how old his car was. That's weird, too, That's right? Really weird. Does everyone know what year bizarre. their car was built? Isn't that kind of like one of the things you know about your car? Who you has my, the time? Do you know my car's seven years old? No, Opie, but you should. <laughs> you should have known that. Right, if he's so obsessed about it. I think he's. So I think what happens is he's going back and forth between talking about, like, well, the reason why these mirrors cost so much because the technology that's in them, you know, they sense, they have the sensors in them to show if someone's coming up on your side. And so that's why people are stealing them because of these sensors or whatever. So he has a nice car, but then he's like, but it's seven years old. Listen, I have a, I have a, I have a really nice car, but it's seven years old. Like, I'm not like going out and buying new cars. Like, Opie, oh, no, no one thinks that you're living luxuriously. Right. Obviously, you're fucking moving your car across the street once a week. Something interesting, something interesting I just thought of. I heard a clip from probably like a month ago of Anthony Cumia with Kevin Brennan, I think it was, yeah. talking about how, and it's the first time I heard Anthony mention this, that he said Opie's family, like his in-laws, were embarrassed of the Opie and Anthony show. Right. And that's why Opie became kind of like distant from it and didn't like when Jimmy and Anthony would fuck around. And what I would love to know is, what do the in-laws think of this? I don't think they're watching There's it. There's no way they can respect this, right? I don't, I don't think anyone's watching it. I, th- I think they were excited when, oh, you're, you're dating a radio star? Oh, it's, it's on here in Philadelphia? We can listen to it? Oh, great. Let's tune that in. And then, you know, then Anthony going off on <laughs> right. gun laws and FBI statistics, you know, probably not right. what they were looking to, to listen to at the time. So, of course, Opie pulls out Candy Crush. It acts sure. like he's not part of it at all. Classic. <laughs> so as you know, Opie likes to do his show from his apartment in Manhattan, 500 feet above. 
and he overlooks the uh, expressway there. And I, you got to give it to him. He is definitely a radio guy because I have never heard this before on a podcast. Traffic reports. It's, uh, it's just non- it's nonsense. It's nonsense. We all fall for it. Let's do a little traffic check. Ooh. Ooh. Those people are in hell. They are in hell. Look at that. It's slow in both directions, man. You can walk faster than that. And this traffic report has been brought to you by Duncan. America runs on Duncan. I'm going to start a podcast. It's just traffic and weather. <laughs> Purely traffic and weather. Would you look I don't at that? I don't want to step on your bit here. There's traffic in New York City? Is that what he said? <laughs> can you believe it? During rush hour. Nonetheless. Go figure. Holy shit, Opie. He's oh, literally upset. doing a traffic report. <laughs> on his show. I don't know, man. It's new. It's different. It is, I guess. He's always been innovative. He's always been innovative, except for this next part where he addresses the haters. This I've heard before from oh, multiple podcasters. And then people are like, that's what you get for blocking the bike lane. That's what you get for the boo, boo, boo. That's what you boo, boo, boo. still bothering people. Huh? None of that was true. None of that's true. A, a hater will always find an in. All right. So Opie is getting all this hate online, and these people are wrong. But what's important to know, because even though Opie puts a lot of effort into this and obviously pays a lot of attention to it, he does not care about sure. the haters. Right. I had uh, way more hair when I was younger, but I still got plenty of hair up there. I'm sorry to tell you. And even if it all goes... My wife don't give a shit. My friends don't give a shit. But I'm going to worry about what some dumb nobody is thinking. Why, why would I care if you think I'm losing my hair? Please answer that question. Just take your hat off, man. Because the people I give a shit about, they don't even think twice about my stupid crooked teeth, my uh, possible hair loss. It's not that bad, to be honest with you. Your career my loss. My tits. Guess what? <laughs> In my life, no one cares about any of that stuff. None of it. There's one thing I know is that when someone yells over and over again that they don't care, yeah. it means they really just don't care. Yeah, Opie and Brendan Schaub don't care about this stuff. <laughs> they don't They don't care. I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go over. I don't care. Everybody, I don't care. I don't. He does not care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, all right. So during this episode, Opie does get one super chat for a total of $5. And he decides to go ahead and do the accounting at the end to see how his overall day went financially. So let me think today. Today I spent $1,350 on two side view mirrors. But, but I made $5. So let's take that off. So today I lost $1,345. Oh, plus the stock market plummeting 1,100 points. Oh, that's right. So uh, I had a really bad day financially. <laughs> Professionally, too, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> they did, the bad day didn't end there. Well, he's, he's just numb to that at this point. Oh, dude, I don't know, man, because he's still... So this is incredible. Somebody caught him... With his sock account complimenting himself. Uh, I have a screen grab that I'm looking at right now from Redbush. 
It says, another great video, Opie. Loving the recent content with the white power sign at the end of it, right? That's the white power. And then underneath Red Bush saying, another great video, Opie. Red Bush says, thanks, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You got to sign out of that account and sign back into your Opie account to thank Red Bush, you fucking idiot. I can't believe a 58-year-old man who has 16 viewers is going through the trouble of logging to a sock account to compliment himself. That's fucking. I thought. I honestly thought. I know something. John does that shit. I didn't think Opie did that shit. That's pathetic. Oh, God, that doesn't just make you feel dirty when you do that. When you're <laughs> signing into the other account to compliment so, yourself. It's so weird. <laughs> fucking Zumach got busted doing that shit. It's just when it when it backfires, it surely does backfire. Skip uh, Bayless yeah. is my favorite ever with that, where yeah. uh, he tweeted something, and then Skip Bayless replies, You the man, Skip! <laughs> Exclamation point. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. All right. We've all been patient long enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stuttering John is allegedly, supposedly, is a substitute teacher. <laughs> so this has been really researched, and there's some in-depth reporting going on from at Muttering Jay. I asked if he could join the show today to go through it all with us. He's traveling today. I'm going to try to get him on in the near future. He sent me a very long and detailed synopsis of everything that's been going on with links to all the tweets and the tweets that have been taken down. I'm going to try to do this off the top of my head. I don't know if you've been following this at all, Mike. You're, you're being serious? Like a legitimate substitute teacher? Well, what's crazy about this is that I personally don't care if John is a substitute teacher to make some do. money. The funny part about this is that he's denying it nonstop <laughs> when there's just nothing but evidence. So there was a photo that came out of a teacher with her arm around John, and it was like a, a tweet she put out or something. It was just like, hey, look who's in my classroom today. It's John Melendez. And so people found that. Right. And I'm started, not a teacher. I'm a student. <laughs> right. <laughs> people found that and started like tweeting it. So then he messaged her directly and said, why did you Photoshop that? Take that down. She's like, and she wrote back. She's like, John, I didn't Photoshop anything. What are you talking about? So how bizarre is it to enter into his like internet life? When you just know the guy, you're like, oh, shit, I, am I allowed to post a photo of you? I had no idea. So then. As if, as if someone in 2022 would do that, like Photoshop John Melendez. Well, it's so it's such an insane thing for John to be like, like just fuss up to it right there. Like the cat's out of the bag, John. Right. So then students start tweeting, I can't believe John Melendez is my teacher today. And people started finding these tweets and started engaging with these students. And so there's all these tweets going back and forth. John made one of the students like, take his account down or take tweets out. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know if any of this is true. This is just what I've been sure. seeing. But there is, if you go to the Dabblers Anonymous subreddit and probably the Who Are These Podcasts subreddit as well, you will find a lot of photographic evidence that John was some type of substitute. I mean, he was just kind of like sitting in the classroom in the corner, probably like showing videos or something. Right. Would be my guess. I think he's got a lot of knowledge to pass on to kids. I'm glad he's doing this. I am, I am too. You know what? you got to get pretty fucking early to sub, substitute teach. <laughs> that's true. So that's impressive. 
And uh, well, the nice thing is that you get out by 3 o'clock, so you can still meet up with all your friends yeah. at the pub. Yeah, go down to Pigwig's Pub or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> the Piggly Wiggly or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I talked about this at the live show, but he brought up a third play. So it was Pickwick, and then it was Scotland Yard, and then um, there was a clip that we played where he talked about this other place that he goes to. I'm, I'm wondering if he's just like burning through all of his friends. It seems like he hangs out in areas that are pretty conservative, which is weird because he lives in L.A., You'd think he'd like hang out places with other like liberal retards that would just all like, oh yeah, Biden's great. But instead, he like picks these arguments with people. I think he like wears out his welcome quickly. That's not surprising. And based on some of the stuff just in the episode that you sent me, and other times I've listened to you play clips on this show, I imagine there's the possibility that he may owe people money at certain places, yeah. so he kind of avoids that spot. I have no idea, but I'm just speculating. All right, I'll I'll tease this real quick. So. Uh, John on this latest beer on the balcony, which is copyrighted and I'm not allowed to play on the show, according to the great Michael Popak, uh, gets very drunk. Before we get into that, though, uh, Andy's brother Joe sent this over. He put together a uh, a ween song, the pink eye on my leg. This is pink eye on the balcony. It's not my uh, it's not my favorite Ween song. I'll tell you that it's one that I definitely skip over. <laughs> so I sent this over to you, Mike. This beer on the balcony, and uh, it starts off with this song that he's really proud of, and it's a song that he wrote and recorded. And well, I'll just let him explain it to you. Yeah, that song, believe it or not, was played. It's on my Sugar Tits and the Deciders album. Uh, which was uh, which is on iTunes, and it includes um, it includes a lot of songs that are um, ones that I recorded for my album on Atlantic, but unfortunately, uh, it uh, <laughs> it doesn't uh, <laughs> what what. You know, like for some what? reason, Atlantic didn't think it was like it Good. Fit the vibe of the album. So I will tell you that. Oh, come um, on, John. One of the songs, comedian and actor Ron Barber will love this. One of the songs was written. Oh, no. He's not going to say that. In Joe Walsh's oh, Jesus pool room. He's not telling the story by, again, is he? Uh, the legendary James Gang and uh. Eagles. Singer, oh no, and guitar player extraordinaire. All right, so I'll be honest. I pulled that clip because once again, John has to brag about the song that we played on the show. It's terrible. Yeah, 
It's one of the worst songs you've ever heard. He's still bragging about writing a song with Joe. It's not Walsh. my favorite song, but I think the lyrics are pretty deep from from what I heard. <laughs> oh shit, it's so bad. And of course, he has to. Ever after that, he brags about we were drinking and doing coke and smoking weed. Like John, how old are you? This is what you're. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that's fine. Now you notice there, he got real distracted. Or he was having a hard time processing his thoughts. It seemed and, that way, yeah. And when I pulled this clip, I didn't really realize what that was. But somebody posted on the internet this morning uh, the comments that were going on while that was happening. So I'm going to play this again, but with the comments up on the screen. So and that song, see. believe it or not, was played. It's on my Sugar Tits and the Deciders album. All right, so right there, you heard the notification. He's looking up. It says, mm-hmm. this is coming from... John bullies teachers on Twitter, you lying liar. And it says, we know you are a substitute teacher, Mr. Melendez. (laughs) And then he says, hey, John, can you help me with my math homework? Uh, Which was, uh, which is on iTunes. And it includes, um, it includes a lot of songs that are um, ones that, I recorded for my album on Atlantic. All right, so you get you get the point. I think sometimes <laughs> you, it looks like John's really slow. He's just getting trolled so hard. <laughs> he's trying to trying to process it all. Oh, this is harder than usual. They figured me out. There's so much to talk about with this um, this whole substitute teacher gate. It's really incredible how deep this all goes. I hope that we can get into it with muttering Jay at some point. And the other thing I didn't even talk about, and I had all these notes. I was going to talk about it. With Dr. Steve at the live show, we just didn't get around to it. Was this whole thing with the Mesquite Road or Mesquite Street Comedy Club in Texas, where somebody made a fake Twitter handle for the club and was tweeting at John and they were DMing, but it wasn't really the club, but he really did book a show there and then it really did get canceled. And I don't think it got canceled because of that, but I don't want to fuck with John's real life in any way. This is not my goal at all. We want to observe and report. You know, you don't right, want to. You don't want to become part of the story. You're supposed to report the news, not become part of the news. Right, but you're it's flying just, the wall. It's <laughs> just so funny. <laughs> just, all of it. It's just so fucking funny. Um, I just love the idea of him walking in in a tweed jacket, writing "Mr. Melendez" on the board. <laughs> um, how many L's are there in your name? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yep. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, good, good, good catch. <laughs> all right, so he has this guest on this guy, Ron Barba. And no one's ever heard of this guy. This guy. Okay. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, he, he talks about all the shit he has going on because I think he has to justify his existence. I think this guy might be a bigger asshole than John in this episode, quite frankly. It's tough, man. I, I think this guy's <laughs> in a tough spot because he's a, he's a big Howard Stern fan yeah. from back in the day. So he's like, oh, like giddy that he's talking to John. Yeah. And then as the show goes on and John gets drunker and drunker, I think you could see these kind of like, oh. What did I get myself yeah. into? We got to go in a not so fire. distant third, by the way, is the guy in the background. Yeah, that's right, there right. For some reason, uh, we're, we're going to get into all that. Damien. <laughs> yeah. D- Damien is his buddy's roommate there, right. who wants to be like in on the action, and th- he thinks he's funny too. So oh, yeah. this starts up because this guy Ron just made a movie with Grillo and Jackie the Joke Man, and wow, so star-studded you, cast. You can't bring up. Jackie and Grillo without John talking about Jackie's health problems. <sighs> I will always love Jackie. Jackie doesn't love me. I I don't I think Jackie is I think Jackie does love you. Jackie doesn't love well. Steve Grillo anymore either. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. I don't know what's going First on. All, Ron, Ron, it's the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, I know. Steve and I 
were worried about Jackie because he had like I don't know some seizure or stroke or whatever. Oh, some bullshit. Right now you're saying we were both like, worried oh about him, and instead he thinks we're goofing on him. I had two strokes. Why the fuck would I goof on him for having a stroke? John only thinks in terms of like goofing on and trashing. He doesn't realize people just don't want their like personal shit out there. Right. I don't think Jackie's yeah. going, why are you making fun of me for having a seizure? He's going, why did you bring that up? <laughs> That's none of your business. But also, the other thing is, like, he's still talking about arguments from years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, this entire episode is shit from 30 years ago. <laughs> like, yeah. his beefs with Jackie and Grillo and he shits on Baba Booey. It's like, this is all. Th- my, I don't I'm not old enough to remember what it's like to live in the world that happened 30 years ago. And that's the life that John lives. And John is proud of his memory. He brings it up during the show. He's like, I remember everything. It's like, I wish he'd remember a little bit less because it's (laughs) getting to be a bit fucking much, man. Jesus. (laughs) Move on. Uh, What's good, though, is that being on the Howard Stern show, being around Jackie and Howard and Fred, if it's one thing that it did for John, it gave him a thick skin. Look, if you could do 15 years with Howard Stern, Jackie Martling, Artie Lang, Fred Norris, if you could do 15 years and get the abuse oh and the God. jokes that I got, there's no, like, you know. Nothing nothing. Change. No. Stuttering block everyone, John, is talking <laughs> about what a thick skin is. Is there anyone in YouTube or the Discord live right now who hasn't been blocked by John? That anyone? Can you raise your hand? Because I think every His single brain person, is impenetrable. <laughs> every single person has been blocked by this guy. He's he's like, oh, I got such a thick skin, and I will sue you. And I don't care. I have no problem suing you. That's what I was going to say. Is not only does he talk about the haters nonstop, he's suing you and Sirius XM at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I know. It's something else. He also gave a, a DMCA to this other YouTuber who put up a video that spliced some different John content together. It was, it was fun, and uh, that got pulled down from YouTube. So he's very busy. He's a busy boy. He's teaching the, sure. the youth, the seventh grade class. Apparently... <laughs> There's so much to get into, but apparently, uh, I don't know if John introduced himself as famous or someone said that he was famous, but then, like, the kids don't know who he is, so they, like, Google him. Do you kids remember the Howard Stern show? (laughs) Right. If you guys remember 1989 when I called Baba Booey a monkey, do you guys remember that? (laughs) Anyway, so apparently the, the class was all enamored with the fact that there was a celebrity there. And they're all getting their photos taken with them. Oh, God. <laughs> God. I, you know, I haven't Googled Stuttering John's name in a while. I, I got it. Our show's got to show up on the first or second page, right? Yeah. I would imagine. I, I don't know. <laughs> going to look into that. I wonder what these kids found out about him. So this is a, a rare moment where John decides that he's going to be a comedian. You don't see this on a oh. show very often. John's shows are very dry. They're boring. There's not a lot going on. But this guy, Ron, has a roommate, and John decides he's going to start roasting him oh. to his face. Hey, Damien, and now, now you can do the joke. Go yeah. ahead. Go it. ahead, Damien. John, what'd you do with the money? Go ahead. Say it again. Uh, what? Hold on. Let me look at those shorts. Hold on. Uh, Are you in your own? Wait. Are those black socks with those shorts? Yeah, yeah black socks, black shoes. Yo. If I had legs that look like that, I wouldn't be wearing shorts. Look at what the fuck are you bow legged or something? Look at that thing. He's got like he's got knees for innies. 
And what is that little goiter you got on that left, that right leg there? What's that goiter? You know, that little... The goiter? Where? Yeah, that little... Are those varicose veins? No, I have vitiligo. What? I have vitiligo. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I, it's, you lose pigmentation. I know what it is. Go ahead. I had to insult. No, you didn't. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Supercuts laughs at that. <laughs> you got to do your supercuts line. Now you got to do what happened today at supercuts. So what's funny is, so, so John's jokes are, what are you wearing, black shorts? He's like, yeah, and I got black shoes on, black socks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you want? He's like, oh, okay. Um, would you get your hair cut at Supercuts? John literally went to Supercuts that day because he was telling Ron about <laughs> it earlier. It's like, wait, wait you're going to make fun of people who go to Supercuts, John? I love that John thinks he's fucking Jeff Ross all of a sudden. He just, he just gets right in there. He's like, oh, look at this guy with his hair and his shorts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Over here, you hockey puck. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Uh, I think there's more to this roast here. Let's see. Hey, hey, look, bald is better than what he's got on his head. Holy fuck! Who cut you, Stevie Wonder? All right, go ahead, go. Hey, see, guys, Stevie Wonder is blind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, Carl, and I'm very offended <laughs> by that. Who cut you? <laughs> Who cut you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst delivery fucking possible. This guy sucks on his feet. He's terrible. <laughs> You're like, You're right. a half blind guy, too. Stevie Wonder. Jesus. I, I know. His references are so fucking dated. <laughs> what are you, Sammy Davis Jr. over there, huh? There is. It's sad because, like, I don't know what John's skill set would be as far as humor goes. I don't know. Substitute if teaching he, is his I, skill set. I don't set. know if he's a funny guy or anything, <laughs> yeah. but... He he feels like he has to fit the role of what the Howard Stern mm. show used to be, and he's just right. not capable of that. Right. The whole bit was Howard making fun of him for not being capable of that. But he believes that like if it wasn't for Artie Lang, he would have been in the, in that chair. You know what I mean? And it's just not the case. You think? <laughs> you think Howard would have made a better as, decision than to have uh, sorry as, John Melendez <laughs> take over for Jackie? I should have finished that with as you've spent years proving. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, all right, so. There's more riffing to be had. So now we're going to start goofing on this guy's T-shirt. And we're going to goof on his name. Oh, my gosh. This I'm, gets... glad, I'm glad Damien is getting taken down a few places. Finally, Damien's getting taken <laughs> down. <laughs> putting his place here. His name is Damien Josephsburg. And we met on a... On a Damien? Damien Josephsburg from Queens. Hey, Damien, say hi to your Plus. father, Satan. <laughs> I almost got 666 tattooed on my head. From Queens, from Queens, New York. What the fuck? Damien, what is that t shirt? I don't know. It's like from John Barbados. Holy shit. This is Miami style. This is what Miami is. They're all. I thought it was in honor of Angelina Jolie. I don't know. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Anyway. We were just waiting to the studio playing. Johnny's so good. Did you hear Ron? There's a Johnny. So good, man. He's so quick with a joke. Well, sad. I don't know if you have it, but when this guy got on, he's like, I love you. I remember the Howard Stern show. Yep. I love you so much. And that's when I knew this was going to be a good episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's good because this this uh, guest, and they have this on their TV as he's doing the show. So like, his roommate's like watching the show as oh. it's happening. And they're yeah. so excited to be on the Stuttering John show. You know, it's a big deal. Yeah, who wouldn't be? It's very exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting. So John, after he learns that this guy's name is Damien, 
starts going into these movie references. Well, how can you not, Carl? How right. can you not mention? <laughs> so he starts doing lines from The Exorcist, and neither of these guys have ever seen The Ex- Exorcist. And, and by the way, I want, might want to point out it's over 40 years old at this point. Yeah. It's not right. like a, a thing that's relevant. And so uh, Damien, because he's like, I'm one of the guys. Well, I want to get on the action. He starts doing lines from Poltergeist for some reason. <laughs> If you want to do the Godfather or Caddyshack, I yeah, but everybody knows those. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised you don't know the fucking Exorcist. I mean, that's I know, I know. to me, Especially to me, the scariest movie of all time. I know. I, that, I think Poltergeist is. Yeah. Uh, no. The Exorcist, The Omen. Yeah, no, those are scary. They removed I mean, those the are fucking souls, creepy. They didn't remove the bodies. They left the That's bodies. They, moved, they removed the gravestones, but they left the bodies. What movie is that? That's Poltergeist. Oh, I don't know. All right. I don't know. I, come on. I love this guy. All right, well, we're back you know, I, I guess he can relate to removing the brain cells. What is going on? We're <laughs> Cobra Commander when you need him. I know. What There's the a lot f- that I hated about that. It's going on right now. And so John's doing these lines from a movie that no one knows. And so they yeah. go, well, hey, you know, if you want to do a candy shack or airplane, he's like, oh, everyone knows that. Well, yeah, that's why we could relate to it. And we I was about to say, he, he says the Godfather. He goes, the Godfather. Well, yeah. Oh, everyone knows the Godfather. Why would I reference <laughs> a movie that everyone's yeah. familiar with? Why would you, why would you ever want to do that? <laughs> Uh, all right, so then Ron, so Ron's got like a million projects going on, and he talks about he's shooting this TV show out in LA, and he's like, when I'm out in LA in a few weeks, John, you and I got to get together, and John gets very excited about this uh, this invite. We're going to be doing Flavors of LA in two weeks, so I'm going to be out there shooting in the restaurants. Come on as a guest with me. We'll talk with the restaurant. We eat the food for free, drink for free, and we just talk about how much we love the food. Right up my alley, pal. Did you see John's reaction? He goes, we eat the food for free, we drink it for free. He goes, whoa! <laughs> Jackpot! My yeah. new best friend, Ron! Hey, Ron, like fucking... what's up? <laughs> He's like a cartoon bear that smells pie in the window. <laughs> 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 oh, you don't say. <laughs> the aroma came over, grabbed him by the nose, and pulled him towards. Like, yes, let's go. I'll meet you there. <laughs> it's such a predictable reaction. So then John asks... What network is the show on? And of course, Ron's like, well, it's not on a network. We're trying to sell it. Uh, okay. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so after that, John starts name dropping. And he talks about how he's friends with Andrew Dice Clay. Now, we've talked about this before. How he once Instagrammed with Andrew Dice Clay. I guess he answered a DM or something. Yeah, so yeah, John yeah. thinks they're like <laughs> best friends because of that. The, the worst part now is I know, like when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, ooh, what's coming next? <laughs> yeah, now I have the misfortune of knowing. It's predictable. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, this. <laughs> so because they're talking about that, they're talking about Eleanor Kerrigan. And yeah. Eleanor was married to Andrew Dice Clay, and, and they do things together. So she gets brought yeah. up. And John is, I would say, drunk and horny. That's how <laughs> that's I would good, summarize. That's a good way to describe that's it. How I would yeah. summarize this. <laughs> I had a uh, get her on your show. No, I, she's been on this show. No, no, I wanted you to get her on the show when we start doing the restaurant. Oh, it would be you. great to have her because she's. I, I but then it would be no, perfect. no, I can't because I would never do that to Andrew. That's like his, you know, that's his girl. You know, bring on Andrew and have him do <laughs> it. Andrew him. wouldn't do it, but I'll tell you right now that. Um, you know, she is not only funny, she's pretty sexy, by the way. 
very sexy. She got the whole thing. Name. Philadelphia girl, right? Philly girl. Yeah. yeah. You know, I you know, like I find her attractive, you know. She's got edge. <laughs> oh no, she's definitely attractive. I mean, she was on this show, and I, I think I, I was on the show, and I said, you know, I don't know what happened to you and Andrew, and then she, and, you know, and, like and she told me, you know, but it was it, it, it. See, that's thing, Ron. I have like, you know, I have like great comics like Jay Leno, and <laughs> I've had Larry the Cable Guy, uh, and I've had Doug Stanhope. <laughs> Drop. Okay, we, we get what it. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I just got drunk. And, all right, I want to take a minute. I, I'll, I'll wait. So go ahead and uh, hop on your phones and Google Eleanor Kerrigan, the woman that John just said is sexy and the, the guest agreed. Ron's like, oh, yeah, she's she's pretty hot. Everyone go ahead and, and look her up for a second. All right, scared straight? Good. All right, we're back on the show now. So <laughs> let's get into, for some reason... John is just really into name dropping at this point, and he actually gets teary eyed thinking about how amazing he is. Of course, this is after <laughs> this is after he pays uh, Ron a weird compliment. Okay. <laughs> hey, but Ron, here's the thing. Talk to you. you know, so this has been a great interview because you know I haven't been like you're not annoying. That's the greatest part. Thank you. Although. I don't think I've ever had a guest on this show, and I've had, I've had, so I've had Dan Adamant on the show. I mean, I, you know, uh, <laughs> I grew up one town away from him. I grew up one town away from him. I I've had Modi, Florentine. I've had like you know, almost every. Like, it, that's the thing. Like you know, this is behind my, this is behind my paywall. This is Patreon, and YouTube. They don't understand. Like I've had Rain Wilson on the show. Ooh, okay. Wow, I love Rain Wilson. I've had Vic Benetetto on the show. Wow, love that guy. He's hilarious. Yeah, and they not don't how you say his name, but you know, no, no, like I know they understand because they're all like you know, but just know like I have the best of the best on this fucking thing. You know what I mean? Wow. Oh, he's getting real choked up. Now, for the folks at home, if you're wondering, certainly there's context to this. There is not. He just goes into that random. Yes. Yeah, by the way, yeah, that's a good point because you actually you watch this entire episode. It none of it makes any sense. I don't know how Ron is hanging with him through any of this. He's like, hey, Ron, As I not- sit here at the top of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just list off all of my accomplishments as you watch me. By the way, wild, you're not man. annoying. Okay. Good job. So John is so drunk, he's trying to say WYSP in Philly. And this is very, very difficult for him. You know, it's so funny. It, it, all right. When I was at the Stern Show, we used to be on YSP in, uh, WYSP in, WYSP in Philly. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> he got there. He almost did it. So I almost think that he was saying, like, yes. PN? Yeah. Why is PN? Like, like SPN like just goes together in his brain or something? He really had it's, a hard time. It's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's find out if Ron can embarrass himself more than John is embarrassing himself. So Ron starts talking about his stand-up set for some reason. And he says, I've been killing it with this Bob Ross song. 
that oh I wrote. Oh my, I'm so glad you pulled this. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, well, well, let's just leave it at that. Like, just tell oh, us you wrote one, it's fuck. good, and we can enjoy that. No, 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 no. He's got to start singing it for us. Mm. <laughs> this is, oh man. You know what? Let me just preempt this real quick. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. <laughs> But the song is so cool, and it's called Why I Don't Paint People. And I would sing it as Bob Ross. Break out your paint knives and a little brush. Let's move some mountains with some trees and a big old bush. Creation could be so good. Take you away from all that's evil. That's why I don't paint people. And, that, and I just, and the crowd would laugh. And it was a chill song. And the crowd would laugh. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Sorry, we tell this joke. Let me tell it to you now. John makes no reaction. He goes, and people would laugh at that. I think you he's say jealous. So. I could have done that. I just think of poor Bob Ross with his tail between his legs, oh. <laughs> hearing that roasting. If I'm ever on someone's show talking about something I did and I end it with and people laughed, please shoot me, Producer Chris. And everybody no laughed. But the, <laughs> oh, the part, I, and I, I don't want to spoil it if you have it, but he says 15 times that he tried to get that song on Stern. Yes. In fact, he talks about, I didn't pull this clip, but he talks about, because John has to work in his The House That Tooth Built joke. Sure. Because this he guy goes, does. oh, I live in Connecticut. He's like, oh, that's where Baba Booey lives, in The House That Tooth Built. And, and so... <laughs> Ron doesn't think that's funny. He goes, yeah, actually, you know, I ran into him once. He was doing a signing or something, and Ron brought him that song. I got a tape to play for Howard. It's like, dude, that's really sad. <laughs> I would bring that all, all up. All of it was rough. A, that he's still making fun of Baba Booey 30 years yes. later. <laughs> right. But also, like, yeah, I ran up to Baba Booey. I gave him a tape. Eh, I, you know, it might have been a little too edgy for the show. It never quite made it. So Ron is still promoting this song that he just sang for him. John has already moved on. John doesn't want to talk about stuff that Ron's doing. Right. John wants to talk about stuff that can relate back to what John's doing. Sure. And it's on YouTube. Check it out. Ron Barber, Why I Don't Paint People, Bob Ross. So how the fuck did you become friends with Grillo? Like I said, and by the way, I left that part in there because that's how they started the show with him explaining how he met Grillo, the whole thing. And then John's like, all right, he's talking about himself still. Um, it was, tell me about how you became friends with Grillo. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll do that again, I guess. That was today that you told that story? <laughs> so this is fun because John starts doing an impression or a bit or something, and Ron has no idea what's going on. And I didn't either, and I thought maybe, oh, well, maybe I'm just an idiot or I'm out of it. But right. it's actually not anyone's fault but John's. Yeah, and I was supposed to tell you I was asleep because I'm fucking 51 years old. I'm like, I got to get up Pussy. for a movie. Pussy. I can't wake up. Mary Pussy. This corner, five foot seven and a half, 184 pounds, stuttering John. This corner, 300 pounds, Mary Pussy. What is? I don't know what that is, but you look hilarious doing it. All right. I don't know what that is either. So maybe John can explain that to us. By the way, I mean, do I have to explain how drunk he looks at this point? And how drunk he sounds. I mean, he's doing fucking bits. <laughs> also, is he 185 pounds? How tall is he? Sorry, John. Five six. Yeah, yeah like five six, five seven. He's oh okay. All not right. a tall I was gonna man. say if he's my height, there's no way he's 185. No, no, there's no way. Uh, I would think that just the cans in his house weigh more than 185 <laughs> pounds. 
We used to we used to always call somebody Barry Wuss if they can't fucking hang out. You know, me. you know, if you can't out drink us, we like a Barry Wuss. A Barry Wuss, I love it. Barry Wuss. That night was a Barry Wuss. So it's literally an inside joke with his buddies. That's always the best, as we learned earlier, just with the girls from high school. Yeah. It always makes the best humor when you talk about something no one has any idea about. And he was like leaning into it too. Like he was yeah. really leaning into it, thinking that he was going to get this reaction out of this guy. And he's like, I don't know what you're doing. He's like, Well, no, you couldn't possibly know. Uh, we used to do that <laughs> when we were like 18 years old and we'd be drinking beers. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, that's. But it's funny. We were funny guys. But it was funny. <laughs> uh, all right. So then uh, John just. Again, I just labeled this one drunk, John. Come on. What name is wussier than Barry? (laughs) What name is wussy? Barry. Thank you, Barry. Barry goes down with Todd. Todd. I hear you, Mrs. Lubna. Todd. Poor Ron doesn't know how to react to any of this. He's like, what is going on right now? Am I... <laughs> it's, part of a it's always funny when so you're watching someone who clearly admires the other person. Yeah, but so he's like afraid to trash him, but he's like John, I don't, I can't go with you on this. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, he goes, what name is wussier than Barry? He goes, I don't know. It's a pretty wussy name, I guess. Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wussies. He's calling him. <laughs> wussies. A devastating blow to all berries. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Barry so. Bonds is somewhere <laughs> shaking in his boots. <laughs> I'm not a wuss. You're a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is uh, this is one I call Johnny One Up. He's a friend of mine. Lives in L.A. He's so funny. Well, well, on come Carson. on. I'll tell you if he's funny. John, he was on Johnny Carson. He was amazing. He was very yeah. famous. Was, I was on Jay Leno. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> this guy's telling about his friend. He's like, yeah, he's, he's actually done very well for himself. He was on Johnny Carson. Jack goes, who cares? I was on Leno. Not the same thing. Very it's much like, not the same thing. <laughs> if right now I was telling you, I'm like, well, you know, uh, I, the other day when I was on uh, the Kirk Minahan show and you were like, I was on Anthony Cumia. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. Well, I'm in the middle of a story <laughs> here. Not the point. It's neither here nor there, Carl. I mean, I saw that. I was really happy for him. But Jesus. Congratulations. <laughs> this guy's amazing. So now you might have noticed that the uh, guest here is bald. And so okay. John's got a really funny joke for him. Dude, this yeah, is... When you come to Miami, call me. I'll take care this of This is the show yeah. where I can let my head down. I'm sorry, Ron. Oh, how could you? How could you? Ooh. What a curse. Wow, good one, stupid. Ah, you're a real cue ball. Well, I let my hair down. Oh, I'm sorry. And then he follows that up with yet another ball joke. Dude, I want to be honest with you. I think you look... Very good, bold. Only kidding. <laughs> Ooh. What's going on right now? It's, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I've seen so much stuttering, John. Yeah. What, what, hey, what's Carl, happening? I've had a great time with you guys today. Not. Oh! <laughs> oh. I wasn't ready for that one. Psych! Right. <laughs> Wait, it actually gets worse. I can't believe that John thought he was going to pull this one off on these guys. Yeah. All right. Douchebag says what? Oh, God. He did the douchebag says what gag. <laughs> As if these guys haven't seen Austin Powers or Wade's World or whatever the fuck. All right, so now this idiot Damien, because he doesn't realize that he's talking to a hack, decides he's going to get in on the action here. I was like, what? 
Tickets? What? <laughs> Look at poor Ron. Doesn't know what to do. It's like, what's going on? He's lost so, control. Uh, He's lost complete control of this of this show. It's I like so that the bad. guy's responding, and John is still basking in the glow of his killer line. Yeah, douchebag says what? Oh, I almost got you with that one. Pretty what good. Fucking year is it? It's uh, 2022. Oh Jesus! Christ. Yeah, it's a little too late for that one. Um, all right, so John then it takes him forever too. He pulls up a, an old photo of the Howard Stern gang. And he's going through and he's talking shit about each person. <laughs> and then he gets to himself and talks about how hot he was. I, I, honestly, if I was like writing Sundry John fan fiction, this is what I would come up with to like <laughs> embarrass John with. But he does it himself. That was the funny thing that Shuli was saying. He's like, he's DMCAing the wrong person. He should be pulling his own videos down. This, right. is, this is so bad. Baba Booey looks like he's fucking, you know, uh, posing for a JCPenney catalog. He looks like oats. And then look at the stud right there. There you go. The king. Look at the fucking. Look at the looks on that guy. Holy shit. You look like the lead singer of a rock band. You you must have gotten tons of tail. Of course I did. What a dork. (laughs) He's goofing on everyone else and saying that he was hot. It was the greatest piece of ass I've had, and I've had ass all over the world. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with them? So then they, they, Ron's like, because when you're on Sonny John's show, it turns into you running his show for him. It looks that know, way. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know how to do anything. So then Ron's like, oh, you ever bang any famous chicks? And John's like, oh, well, there was this Playboy playmate and this other girl from Playboy. And then Betty Loco starts getting upset. So Betty Loco is... The not only a moderator, but I think gives the most money of anyone to John. Right. She's on there every single episode, giving him money to then work for him and take down troll posts. Well, she starts getting upset with him. What? Oh, you see, David's back trying to write jokes for me. I can't do this right now. I can't do this. Anyway, that's so. I, I, I Benny getting upset. I mean, why? Because I'm talking about how Crystal Bernard is hitting on me. I mean, what? No, no, no. I was just. Oh, I wrote a really mad. I don't. I wrote a. He wrote another joke. Go ahead, say it. Jesus. I wrote a joke for him to say, "Oh, yeah. Well, I once, once I could have gotten into the land Oh, that was a joke for you. Yeah, that was a joke for you. John's <laughs> not even paying attention to his guests. John, they're having completely different conversations right now. John's looking at his chat, going, "What's going on? What? Benny Loco's mad at me." This guy's trying out his fucking tight five yeah. for him. It's, Poor producer Ron. It's a disaster. Jesus. Yeah, Ron's trying to run the show. It's a complete disaster. And it only gets worse, of course. Like, I'm 51, and I went out with a 40-year-old. And I'm like, I... Benny Loco, like, he asked me if I banged anyone famous. So that's the only two people I could come up with. I was answering a question. And if you're offended, I apologize. But I didn't go... I didn't say anything that was nasty... Anything that was, I said nothing that was misogynistic or anything else. You asked me if I was, if I ever been with anyone famous. I said just two playmates. That's it. So you know what? I'm so sick of this freaking, you know, this kind of mentality. What? So I can't answer honestly? No, I've never been with anyone famous. Okay. Easy. That's your money. Yeah. No big deal. And don't guess what? Dick, I don't know. Shit, what where you eat, eat there, John? <laughs> you know, it's it's so hypersensitive. Oh, really? Your your woke way left fans are hypersensitive. <laughs> right. You don't say. 
And so he just goes into a trance and goes into this like courtroom testimony. <laughs> yeah. If, if you read the transcript back, it will prove that I did not say anything misogynistic. <laughs> I just love that like he made this bed and now he has to lay in it and he's getting all upset about it. And honestly, a sober John would not be lashing out at Betty Loco. I have a feeling there were a, a number of phone calls and apologies and text messages that went around. <laughs> and uh, this is great because there's uh, John pulls out a joke from his stand-up act. Oh, good. Which is great. I love when he does that. And then there's more uh, more with Benny Loco going on here. And and uh, but you know, three kids. I'm a Puerto Rican disappointment. <laughs> and he always laughs too. He laughs at his jokes. I am Puerto Rican, so I can make that joke. Sorry, if you I, are. I'm Loco. The Puerto Sorry. Rican, you know, I. If I made the joke, it wouldn't make any fucking sense. Of course you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> of course you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> I'm a Zimbabwe it, failure. <laughs> Doesn't make second sense. As a half Irish, half Italian, they call me a Puerto Rican disappointment. <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm a Chinese asshole. <laughs> I'm going to write a whole set around this. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. Put it in a song, Carl. All right, I'll, I'll work it into a song. Uh, this is the last clip I play because these guys are talking about how they're going down to Miami, and John's going to Miami soon. Mm -hmm. And so Damien, who John has been ragging out this entire episode, oh. goes, well, yeah, I can pick it from the airport. And at first, oh. John like pretends that, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, it gets real. <laughs> real it's quick. real, yeah. Save him 20 bucks on a fucking Uber. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll be out there in 10 days. 10 days, Hey, I, I get me. Here. You want to pick me up at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> I can pick you up at the airport. Uber's like, if you can barely get one here now. I know. I'm landing in Miami. Yeah, good. That's where the airport is here. <laughs> All right, I'll, oh, shit. I'll hook up with Ron. <laughs> That's where the airport is. <laughs> That's where the airport is here. He goes, yeah, I know. That's where the airport is here. All right, I'm landing in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> so did you see how he's like, I'm picking from the airport. He's laughing, and then he goes, Yeah, I can pick up. He goes, All right, I'll coordinate with Ron. <laughs> that sounds good. I also like the idea that John, like, I mean, you pointed out this is actually where I texted you and said, I assumed on some level you were pulling clips to make John look bad. Like, the yeah. few times he tells the same story, you capture it. And then in this one episode, he does like 15 of the things that you talk about every single week. Yeah. He tells the same stories. He hits his guests up for, you know, room and board and transportation. <laughs> it's know, wild. This it's fucking everything. Guy. I know. When you sent me that message, I, I forget that people aren't investing as much time as I am into this. <laughs> right. So I can, see where, yeah, I can see where you would think like, well, you know, Carl's just picking on this guy. It's like, nope. no, this right. is Dude. like every part of his show. There's parts that went by that. Yeah. I'm like, I need to play this, but I too many clips are. What if you had to try and make him look good? Oh, I can't do I'm not, I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think I am? Well, you know. <sighs> oh, my gosh. So uh, that was Beer on the Balcony. That's a copyright that I now own. That was just transferred oh. to me somehow. I don't, know. I don't know how that works. Thank you. What have we done today, Mike Geary? We have done it Oh, We talked about No Filter Podcast with Anthony, J and Nick. We saw the devil wants us to be hydrated for World War III. Twice. Opie <laughs> is commenting on his own videos and complimenting himself while also spending $1,350 on rearview mirrors. 
Cedric John is allegedly a substitute teacher. I don't know. I mean, it's just ton of evidence, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows if that's true or not? All we have is evidence. All we have is all the evidence <laughs> in the world and eyewitness accounts. That's all we, That's all I know. Uh, so, you know what that means. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The team. The team. The team. The team. The team. You familiar with this part of the show? Mike, you ever get this far into an episode? I certainly am. I believe we're going to find out who you're doing next week. Yes! Finally, wow. someone paid attention. Chris, would you have gotten that? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the part of the show. We play a clip from the podcast. We'll be reviewing our next week's show. Quick programming note. We will be recording on Friday instead of Saturday because the Ice Stubs are playing a show on Saturday. and it's, mm-hmm. It tends to be a lot. Yes. So we're going to do it on Friday. If you uh, like to watch and listen live, I don't know what time yet, but we'll figure that out. We'll let people know. And this is the show that we'll be reviewing. Um, but it's been just amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Both the baby and Lydia are doing great. Uh, she's incredible. And literally every day it is just magical to watch a person like form and their personality form. And it's like... I don't know, like two weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, I think she just noticed her own hand for the first time. It is absolutely amazing, and uh, and we are loving it, so I apologize. I know um, there's been a lot of inconsistency with posting lately. We were trying to get the nursery ready. Uh, there were a lot of renovations uh, to make that happen, and also just a ton of stuff. It turns out there's a lot of stuff to do before the arrival uh, of a new tiny human. Oh, good. Chris Hardwick had a baby. <laughs> oh, no. That's what we're going to talk about on the show. That's right. We got a recommendation from Anonymous to check out ID10T with Chris Hardwick, formerly The Nerdist. Yeah, He's I was going to say The Nerdist uh, was like one of the first podcasts. Why does that sound like such shit now? Uh, that's a great question. Well, we'll be diving into that next week. And trying to figure out what's going on with our friend uh, Chris Hardwick, who uh, is a longtime podcaster and comedian. So I'm sure that will be a lot of fun. Um, I see that Vic is here. I want to bring Vic on. Vic, I'm adding you to the stream. Wonderful top once again. Wow. Oh, thank you. Yeah, very impressive. Vic, uh, Vic really brought both of her assets to Nashville. (laughs) And it was appreciated. Uh, are you guys ready to play a little game that I like to call To Catch a Dabbler? Ooh. Absolutely. All right. By the way, uh, Cardiff is like retired or something. I don't know what's going on with him. We only have two episodes of this left. This is the second to last episode ever of oh. To Catch a Dabbler. I actually don't, I don't know if you've heard this, Carl. There have been, there's been wild speculation on the internet that I am Cardiff Electric. Dude. We're going to wait until after this week people, to reveal it. People have been messaging me, and I've just gone, like, I, I'll never tell. I don't know. <laughs> if you had that kind of time on your hands, I'd be worried for you. Because <laughs> the shit that Cardiff is doing behind the scenes is, is frankly insane. I don't even think we talked about him taking over for Mom Swipes Left. Nope. <laughs> he was like their guest co-host or guest host oh, while they were gone one week. Yeah. I haven't even looked at that. I it's just become it so par for the course. I know. Like, yeah, well, He's just Cardiff's so involved. Still alive. He's so involved in everything. All right. <laughs> It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch a dabbler. Are you ready to play to catch a dabbler? I am. Yes. I had a lawsuit with, uh, you know, with Garrett a long time ago. Right. Um, and <laughs> do you know how they got me to 
finally to serve me with the with the lawsuit at a bar. No, they because I was in the Oaks in Calabasas. You know, that's where Justin Bieber eggs people. You know, it's like this sure. real. You know, and that's where Britney Spears lives. I mean, it's it's a gated community, but they the gate called me and said they have a delivery of. Uh, what did John say next? <laughs> Here are your choices: a Corona light, a case of Corona, two a bag of baloney. <laughs> Just in time, I was running out of NG. Next, a car, a car from Jay. I couldn't believe it. D. Pizza. I didn't order it, but I was hungry watching the NFL. And I thought Susanna ordered it. Five. Coors Light. They knew they could get me with Coors Light. I'm more pissed that when I opened the door, the prick only had a six pack to catch a dabbler. I had a lawsuit with, with uh, you know, oh, with Garish oh, oh, a long time. Start it up quick. Okay. Um, I, my guess, I think there's two that are very possible. I think the pizza one with yep. Susanna ordering it is possible. But I'm going to go with the car from Jay. Okay. Oh, really? Because it, it wasn't funny. You know right. what I mean? So <laughs> it seems like that was, you know, Bologna's funny. Yeah, yeah. Coors is funny. Yeah. But, you know, all right. Yeah. My instinct was to go with either Corona or Coors Light. And I think I'm leaning towards the Coors Light one. Right. Okay. Uh, Vic. I'm going Corona. Corona, okay. All right. I'm going pizza. So <laughs> we got almost all of them. Almost. Yeah, all but one. All right. No one went with bologna. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's not the answer. <laughs> he wasn't saying NG back then. Yeah, right. Right. It's a little more coherent. Okay. Right. Um, and <laughs> do you know how they got me... To- Finally, to serve me with the with the lawsuit at a bar? No, they because I was in the Oaks in Calabasas. You know that's where Justin Bieber eggs people. You know it's like this sure. real, you know, and that's where Britney Spears lives. I mean, it's it's a gated community, but they the gate called me and said they have a delivery of uh, Corona Light. Oh, <laughs> a it's a Corona. Thing. I knew it was fishy. Oh. But I didn't care. I wanted the beer. I was watching. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching the NFL. It was a Sunday. That's all for this week. Come back next week to find out if you are man enough to catch or cow enough a dabbler. Wow, <laughs> Vic, you win this week, yep. and your prize is showing us your boobs. Yeah. Take off one of your tops. <laughs> yeah, just pull one titty out. That's your price for winning no. this week. All right. We, I I'm just going to assume if you did it, I can't say anything. So, no. Topless Girl says what? <laughs> I tried. That almost worked, everyone. All right. We're going to uh, stick around, please. We have some reviews. Um, but, uh, Mike, I want to thank you so much for your time, my friend. I always enjoy talking with you. Thank you, buddy. Hey, am I supposed to leave? Because every time at the end of the show, I leave, but like, you guys still go. So I just assume like maybe they're talking shit about me after I leave. I don't know what happens now. You can hang out if you want. It's up to All you. Right. I want right. to be, you know, I, obviously your time is valuable. Not as valuable as like mine and Chris's. Right, yeah. But, right. you know, it's valuable. <laughs> but, All right. Well, uh, good to know. If you want to hang around, please do. But I do want to implore people to check out. The Blind Mike Project, wherever you get podcasts, and Why Are You Laughing, which is a show that I am very much addicted to, and yes, was and you actually were on, on. By the way, go yes. listen to Carl's episode. I did. Uh, we did Mitch Hedberg. 
Yes, it was very good. People liked it. People liked it. I heard positive things about it for some reason. So, yeah. but it's it's good. You guys dealt. You guys find a comedian or maybe a show or something. Or you topic, really do yeah. a, a deep dive into, and you, you pull clips. You know what? I, I like it because it's well researched. He pulls clips. I like uh, Mike's style too because he can't like write down notes for himself. So he's constantly he's like, everything. yeah, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how you do it. So so Mike's constantly just like. Um, did I have any other clips on that? Like, okay, yeah, what's you got next? Three more, I fucking forget. You got three more I clips on that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's play those. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Like, everything's a surprise to you on your own show. It's nice, yeah. <laughs> Which I, fun, I find fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's charming. Yeah, uh, go but check anyway. both of those out. And subscribe on YouTube, for God's sake. We have embarrassing numbers. We're not even as good as No Filter. So we need to get those up. That's, that is embarrassing. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> if I was No Filter, I'd be making fun of you guys. I on the next episode. Get some pub. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out what's for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news. Regarding our delusional John video on YouTube... Steel Sentry writes, I don't know how John manages to look more ghastly every episode. I hope he keeps up the bad work. Ryan boasts, John is the first person I can smell via sight. Six string man narks on us. WETP is my stuttering John dealer. Jim warns, you are all going to hell for making fun of a special needs person. Why am I laughing so hard? Sputtering John threatens, I'm going to sue you for that copyright thing. Swinging by the weekly discussion in the Discord, we find Dr. Purple, King of the Dabblers, spouting, Amazing live show, guys. I got to meet all my favorite peeps. Sorry I got drunk and rambled on stage for a bit, but it was worth it in the end. Fuck you, John. Dr. QWERTY has demands. I've seen plenty of photos from the live show, but where's the photos of correspondent that broad? I need to see the face behind internet news. Chrissy asks, is anyone going to post a recording of the Never Never Comedy Show? Totally real Anita Dixon opines, I hope not. Some of us had to sit through it once. That was enough. And over at Reddit, Ryan Rebalkin asks, How jacked up was everyone on a scale from one to jack? MOX responds, Jacked up, drunk podcast fans! E-Rock Army. Best line was Vinny talking about John's camera guy. He paid them in exposure, and they paid him back with overexposure. Gamron KY limps in with, Sucks there's no show this week. Dirt Merchant ponders, How does Dr. Steve have his own radio show, but he doesn't know how to talk into the goddamn mic? Fix It 403 riffs, It was really weird when Carl opened the live show with a dramatic reading of Mein Kampf. I'm glad it got cut out of the posted version. But Getty Lee's thumb plays us out with some fact-checking. That wasn't Mein Kampf. It was his diary. Vic, I have to tell you, when I was in Nashville, I had dinner with the cow photographer. Right. Who um, also brought the cow bikini. On it. Did you bring that home, by the way? Do we have that somewhere? It didn't make it home. No, shit. It got left in the Airbnb. Not quite in the Airbnb. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made it somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I made it to Chris's house. <laughs> yeah. All right. So someone's having fun with it. That's good. Uh, but I actually liked the cow photographer. I thought he was pretty cool. I enjoyed uh, hanging out with him, and there were no fights. 
between him and your husband, which was nice. No, I Everyone was really worried when they were talking to each other at the uh, honky tonk bar the yeah. day before, but it, it ended up well. Good. Why mm-hmm. do you think that is? <sighs> no clue. Vic, what was your overall uh, take on the live show, the whole experience in Nashville? You came down with your husband and your friend uh, Bella, was it? Yes. What was your? Well, how was your experience? Uh, it was pretty good. I uh, I really enjoyed after the uh, the stand up show when your wife bought me a drink and <laughs> and you were very pissed she bought me a drink because I I had little Bambi legs the whole time, so it was, it was fantastic. I remember you dropping a full drink during Vinny's set. Or maybe it was Shuley's set. Someone's. You just you had a full drink and it just like went right to the ground. <laughs> you seemed like you were overserved a little bit. I was, but I don't remember <laughs> that, so it's fine. All right. Yes, Vic. Uh, props to you. You went up. You did the stand up. You uh, you probably weren't as sober as you could have been for uh, it. That's my best work, Carl. That is. That's probably the way to go <laughs> for you. Um, what, what else do you think about Nashville? Have you been there before? I haven't. It was actually really fun. We went to a, a gay bar after the the stand up, and um, I, I lost everyone there. But I did see drag queens, which I was very surprised to see drag queens in Nashville. Yeah, were, were they hot? No, they were disgusting. Okay, but <laughs> but you were excited to see them. Yes. All right, I'll I'll tell the other thing real quick. Um, I thought as a goof we could meet up at Kid Rock's bar on Friday night. So we did the show on Saturday, two shows on Saturday. Friday night, I tweeted out, hey, let's meet up at Kid Rock's place. Because we did the story about him, the creep off. That would be funny. And then I'm stuck in fucking Kid Rock's bar for hours. And it sucked. It what sucked. was so bad about it? Be- well, So we were up on the third floor. And on the third floor, there were these cover bands playing the worst music. The shit you never need to hear ever again. Like uh. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Eve Six and... Like, just shit I just never need to hear. I'm like, oh, I'm in, like, the music capital of the world, and I'm listening to the worst cover bands right now. And it was so loud. You couldn't talk to anyone, and everyone was there, and I would have liked to be able to talk to people. So that's my It's very unexpected at Kid Rock's bar. I'm surprised you I know. had that experience. I thought it would be a funny goof instead of, like, it was just shitty for me. And everyone who I told to go there didn't work out well at all. I felt like I'm an idiot. Uh, Vic, do we have any new reviews that you want to read? You do. Let's see. We have uh, co-hosts need to shut up by not Todd. Oh, wait. No. Yes. Uh, no, I already read that one last okay. week. Okay. Anyways, Dabblers talking about Dabblers by uh, Gwarth66. Um, he says, this show is like if Stuttering John made fun of high pitch every episode. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Like, Aren't you on the same level? <laughs> Good observation. That's a funny. Uh, that's a funny review. I bet that's a five star review. It is a five star. Thank you very much. Uh, you have another one that says nothing good comes from Rochester. He said, "I decided to listen to this because I heard there may be a lot of talk about fat chicks and cow bikinis, and I love both." <laughs> I soon found myself in a world of talking potatoes and wannabe comedians. The worst part is a reoccurring segment about a modern-day alcoholic caveman that talks about politics and his glory days as Jay Leno's piss boy. (laughs) (laughs) He continues with the only bright spot is playful, deep-voiced character named Cardfish, who seems to have the only creative mind on the show. 
All right. Well, I'm slightly offended by that, but I think it's a five-star <laughs> review. That is a five-star. I don't like it when people are more clever than us when they're writing reviews. Yep. <laughs> I do encourage it, but I don't like it. No. It is also possible that person only listened to one episode and picked up all that information. Yes, right, of course. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. No, that's that's uh, excellent. Thank you very much for that, sir or madam. Uh, anything uh, else there, Vic? Yes, you have one more that says, Unfunny People Calling People Unfunny by Joshy Duo. Hmm. He says, Self-righteous Redditors, Masturbatory and Sad. I mean, I... Six stars? Hmm. I, I'm jerking off underneath the table right now, but <laughs> no one's supposed to know that, so cut that out in post. Is that a one-star review there, Vic? That is a one-star. Yuck. Wow. Ugh. We should do the review thing the way that Jim Florentine does his show. We just, <laughs> we just read the review and just go, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Redditors. Really? <laughs> All right. Let's uh, fly through some voicemails. The first one is totally not stuttering John Melendez. Uh, hello, Doc. This is tech support. We have uh, uh, discovered a fault on your computer. Um, if you could just please give me your credit card number and the uh, delete the stuttering John uh, podcast. Otherwise, we will send you to the police. Please, sir, please. This is not stuttering, John. Please. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're going to send me to the police if I don't delete all my stuttering John stuff. I actually got a lot of phone calls like this. This one came I in. Say, I'm surprised in real life you haven't gotten phone calls from John like that. I have, too, to be honest with you. You'd think he would try anything. <laughs> this one came in from the Australian Prime Minister. G'day, Carl Hamburger. This is Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister of Australia. I've been talking with my friend Stuttering John. Um, you might not know this, but I'm a friend with Stuttering John. Oh, I didn't know I know. That. And uh, we've been throwing around some ideas, and he's going to come down to Australia and do a podcast with me called Beers in the Billabong. So if you could just uh, go ahead and uh, delete what you've got going on your Patreon, uh, I won't have to send a uh, army of kangaroos to uh, Rochester to uh, kick your chest in. <laughs> Boy. I got a lot of threats from the same number of different people calling in. Which is <laughs> weird. Seems kind of random. Vic, you familiar with the official podcast, our friend Kaya? Oh, of course. And uh, what they did years ago, back when we reviewed their show, I mean, this is probably going back four years or something, is they decided to give out our voicemail number on their show. <laughs> and so we got bombarded with phone calls from their fans. I'm in episode 125 of the official podcast. I don't know if you're still on the sky, but I just want to say hi, and I love you. So people are still getting <laughs> caught up on the official podcast. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> calling the phone number. We're still getting those coming through. Uh, this is a call from Thailand. Not sure what to make of that. All right. Hmm. All right. This is me calling into a local Rochester radio station. I don't know how this ended up on our voicemail. Hi, this is Carl from Rochester, and I'd like to hear some foreigner. No, not Kaya. I mean the band. Did I mention I'm Carl from Rochester? 
I don't know the name of the song, but it goes like this. I'm club-footed, check it and see. I got a pot called W-A-T-P. Seriously, how much do motorboat Vicks tits? Don't call me back unless it's about Vicks tits. Vic, do you have an answer for that? Uh, at least two grand with your buck teeth. Well, <laughs> what, if, what if there was someone like Blind Mike who didn't have buck teeth? What would you charge him? Uh, Five dollars. Wow. All right. I'm in. That is some surcharge. I have. That's a reasonable rate. I, I might get braces with that kind of surcharge. <laughs> It'll be worth it. Uh, our friend uh, Paco called into the show. What's up, Carl? This is Paco. I was watching a live show, dog. And uh, this message is actually for Jim from the Jingles Department. Jen, you're pretty. I have a crush on you now. If I could get your number, that would be great. Okay, Carl, you can listen again. Um, yeah, man, you're doing great, dude. Love the live show. All right, have a good one, dude. I'm going to give Paco Jen's number. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You're I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I think that'd be a lot of fun. What? There's <laughs> a lot of sexual trading happening on this voicemail. I know. You notice that? <laughs> it's weird because I just do a show where I like goof on Opie and Suttery John that these people around here want to like pay for motorboats and yeah it's an underground hookup site a lot of catfishing going on i've noticed (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a whole other world um all right this is a longer voicemail but listen closely because this guy's figured out a lot hey carl uh this is ian i call in a good bit uh but never get played because you're an asshole i'm driving through your beautiful state right now i'm pretty close to syracuse on the way up to see my grandparents and where I grew up in upstate New York by Canada. Anyways, I'm sitting here, and what better way to go through New York than to listen to my favorite WATP, and it's the live from Nashville. And I'm sitting here, and I like to fantasize about you boys because you're all my best friends, and, and I have nothing better to do as a lonely fucking butt like I am. And I think about the dynamic of your friends and your, your people and the business that you have, and I realize that it's Chris. It's always been Chris. He's the favorite. Uh, He's your best friend. You must have known him since, like, a child or something. Or he sucks your dick. I don't know what it is. But as I'm listening to the live show, he's the only person, not even Jenny Jingles, gets to stay up there, and for goddamn good reason, gets to stay up on the stage the whole time. But Chris (laughs) does. Chris, the producer, who we thought was so important and became the sing master, almost like a simultaneous Sean from the dick show. How did you pull that off? How'd you fucking do it? It's just been Chris. Chris is the glue. It's Chris. All he does is sit there and pretend to be beautiful, even though we know he's not. And get drunk and enjoy what is WATP. Thank God for Chris and fuck you, Carl. Oof. Interesting theory, Took huh? A turn. Thanks <laughs> 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 for that. I lost a bet, all right? Jesus. <laughs> Who wants to be on stage the whole yeah. time? We'll pull straws. Yeah, creep off isn't the only thing with a fucking wheel of consequences. Oh. It's a whole podcast you haven't heard about yet. So he brought up uh, the Zing King, Sean, the audio engineer, yeah. on the um, show that we just did. Sean hadn't listened to the podcast you were reviewing ahead of time, but it's about these, these fatties. And they set up the show and they fuck up the intro. And he goes, oh, they'll have second helpings, but they won't do a second take. I was like, that's... <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Shot is the Zing King. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep going through these. Hello. The voice you are hearing on WATP right now is not Pat Oates. 
although it should be. Bring him back, Carl. He was on 229 and whatever other episodes, but bring him back. Your podcast stinks. <laughs> Your podcast stinks. I miss Pat Oates. I've reached out to him. I think he works on the weekends. Because I'm not sure I know who that is. Come back on. He's, he hasn't been on in a long time, but I actually met him at uh, Anthony Cumia's show. <laughs> the Ant-Man. <laughs> him, and I, yeah, him and I were both guests on Anthony's show. I met him there. And then I go, I'm going through my email uh, a couple days later, and I see someone says, you got to trash this Pat Oates guy. His podcast sucks. I'm like, well, that's a weird coincidence. Let's do that. And then uh, we became friends. He's been on the show a few times. Very funny guy. Uh, very angry, <laughs> which I enjoy. And, uh, yeah, I, I've been reaching out to him. If, Pat, if someone knows Pat and, they, and he wants to do it, we'd love to have him back on. Tell him to, uh, to reach out to me, I guess. Whatever. I was talking about on the bonus show this video where Yoko Ono is performing with Chuck Berry. You've seen oh, this. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, amazing. It's amazing. So somebody looked that up. Hey, Carl, I just watched the bonus episode, and uh, so I'm not a music, like, know-it-all guy, but I knew about Yoko and the Beatles and all that shit. What I didn't know is about this, like, jam circus thing, and I saw, like, I saw you mention it, and then I pulled up a clip, and the song sounds great. Why is she yelling? I don't, this is why they don't like her. It literally blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, she seems fine. But, yeah, don't, no screaming. Anyway, thank you, fuck you, bye. I like that he's like, I'm sure she's a wonderful person. Yeah. I just don't appreciate her art. <laughs> that is a hot thing. I think she's very talented. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't looked up this video, I forget what show it was on. But it's Yoko Ono. With John Lennon and Chuck Berry, and they're performing, and it's a cool song, and they're like singing together and harmonizing, and then Yoko just fucking she's banging on a drum, she's bored, and then she just like takes <laughs> over, and it's insane. And Chuck Berry gets a look like, "You pussy whipped motherfucker, why is this woman on stage with us? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, let's see here. Hey Carl, I got a recommendation for the show. If you can't put up stuttering John stuff right now. You should look into Ethan Ralph a bit more. He just had a huge blow up the other night in which he was on Chrissy Mayer's show and he's freaking out because he's saying that she's making fun of his dead mom. And I, I mean, I don't even fully know why, but it's really funny. Uh, look into Kino Casino. Those guys covered it. They're pretty funny. They might want to have them on. Uh, but yeah. Uh, call me back. So I'm actually going on the Dick Show this weekend, tomorrow, and we might be talking about this because I, I watched this. I e did too. Ethan, you watched Ethan Ralph on Chrissy Mayer's yeah, show? Yeah, I think it was a bit that went bad. Well, right. So somebody puts in a super chat about whatever. I don't want to get into the whole thing. But Ethan just decided he wanted to be mad at Chrissy. Yeah. It was so obvious. It was yeah. just so over the top. He's like, oh, how dare you? And it's like, Ralph, come on. You talk shit about everyone all the time, nonstop. And now you're a crybaby about a super chat that got read. It was just dumb. Hmm. I'm going to have to watch this now. Yeah. Uh, don't don't get into the Ralph first. It's too much. It is too no, much. No, no, I have no choice. And then I'm going to obsess over it like I do with Stuttering John and all these uh. other fucks <laughs> that I've been introduced to on this show. <laughs> so apparently, I don't know what's going to happen, but Dick asked me to call in. 
And I think I'm the only one who's like Team Chrissy over there. So I guess I got to take her side on this. Oh, no. And maybe they're Team Ralph. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out what happens. But it Stay really tuned. is. It really is a ludicrous. The whole it's like ten minutes long. Yeah, it goes. Where on she's like, are, "Are you still mad? What's going on?" I, I apologize. What, what what are we doing here? And he's like, "Oh, really funny if he did that." <laughs> 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 that Chrissy is controversial. Didn't some porn star just walk off on her too, or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> because um, what was it? Someone dropped an N bomb or something. Yeah, uh, Gino, maybe. Yeah, Gino Bisconti or something. Of course, if someone dropped an head bomb, it was Gino, sure. Yeah, right. So then, uh, so then the porn star walks off, and then they were playing these videos of her using the word while getting railed. Anyway, Jeez. it doesn't matter. None of this matters, guys. <laughs> this is not part of the scheduled content. No, but it's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I played that clip at the live show of Ash talking about how she found a doctor oh. in Houston. And so people, other fat people who are stupid are like, well, is there a good doctor in St. Louis? You know, like she would know. And I think that's what this is a reference to. Hey, Carl, Sucker Dixon. Um, I was listening to the live show podcast again, and I realized I have a crooked bottom tooth. Do you have a dentist or orthodontist in Jacksonville you can recommend for me? <laughs> just, just call me back and let me know. Sucker, out. I don't know any orthodontists. <laughs> Not a single one. Very hurtful. <laughs> Tucker was great at the live show, too. Did we leave him in Nashville? I feel bad about that. I think we did, yeah. Whoops. Sorry, he was Tucker. having fun last I saw, yeah, so. I know. Uh, Anita Dixon was there. He was great. He came up and he, and he, he gave me Centering John's CD, which I have upstairs. And the thing that I realized, because Centering John's album is so unattractive looking. There's like the <laughs> ugliest, like old, no. wrinkled woman on the front cover. And then his book. It's so unattractive looking. The color scheme is bad. It's like orange and yellow or some kind of orangey yeah. red and yellow. And his other album yeah. cover. And then this uh, this Sugar Tits yeah. album yeah. is also just the worst looking thing. It's like, John is so bad at marketing. He makes everything look repulsive. It's like, you're suggesting he has no taste. That I, I'm ridiculous. starting to think he's a bad business person. <laughs> I you go think? by the color scheme, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you're right. He's like, I, I would buy this. <laughs> I would buy this by the 18 pack. It's your CD, stupid. <laughs> All right. We've had too much fun today. Vic, you've been a great sport. Thank you so much for coming on. And of thanks course. for coming to the live show. Uh, yeah, someone just posted in the Discord. These these uh, album covers are just awful looking. <laughs> I don't understand what he was thinking with that. All right. And Blind Mike, thank you again, buddy. Thank you, buddy. For coming Anytime. on. Yes. We'll we'll do it again soon. You're You're fantastic. And, uh, oh, my gosh, I didn't bring up. Thank you, Purple. Uh, uh, the girl who came in, dressed up in the roach costume. Now, it wasn't a roach costume. She's wearing a Coors Light shirt, and she was covered in cockroaches. I, I took my photo with her. I got to post it somewhere. Uh, that was fantastic. I was, I was impressed by that. Who do you think was the best dressed at the show, Vic? And you okay. can say yourself if you want. The fat guy's wife. Uh, in the in the yellow dress. Oh yes, right. She was so fucking clueless, but she was having a grand time. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that has does that have anything to do with how she was dressed, or just how she enjoyed her time? No, she was really hot, and that's all I care about. Yeah. Also, Brenda. 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 <laughs> I love Brenda. To Brenda death. from SoCal has made it out to both live shows, so I don't want to hear any fucking excuses from people. Oh, it's in Nashville. <laughs> Brenda's there. <laughs> you can make it happen. She goes alone every fucking time. I know. It's awesome. I love that about her. 
Dick had a lot of questions for me about the uh, the VIP meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Even after we got done with the show, we were talking about it. Was it all about Digi She? No, we didn't talk about that at all, actually. Uh, Although, did you see she was slapping her boyfriend and like just like literally a slapping fight? She was like, "Stop it!" And then he was yeah. slapping her back. It was great. Yes, living out everyone's <laughs> fantasy. I did. <laughs> I did see that. No, but what I brought up to him was I think it was purple, and purple is here. So correct me if I'm wrong. Did purple grab a block of cheese and start eating it like an apple, or was that someone else? No, purple did it. It's purple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was you know, so impressed. <laughs> the man who has been sending me cat pictures for over like six months now, yeah. it's been purple the whole time. Oh, it was purple. It's been purple. Oh no, shit! It's purple Cardiff. <laughs> no, I think the fat, the two fat dudes in the yellow and the and the fucking blue, those are both Cardiff together. Ah, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm disappointed. No. If I knew there was going to be domestic violence and free cheese, I would have flown down. <laughs> so you're saying like you this correctly, yeah. is what you're saying. <laughs> Let's remember that. I'm writing that down. It is funny because I was telling Dick, I'm like, yeah, you know, because Dick likes to do his shows in places that don't have stages or sound systems, and then he complains about <laughs> how much work it is. I'm like, well, yeah, I do it at a, at a place with a fucking stage and a sound system. And I was explaining, I'm like, the City Winery, where we did the show, they were fantastic. They were so good to us, and they have locations in many cities, so we might do that again. Uh, was a little too classy. What do you think, Mick? Was a little too classy for our they audience. They had fucking candles on the table. Yeah. yeah, that's how classy it was. It was. Intimate. Yeah. I'm wow. so surprised no one started a fire, especially no the guy who passes out in the front row. <laughs> I know, and he came up on stage to play the game with us and had to point out that he slept the last show. I'm like, I'm trying to like end this conversation. Otherwise, you keep bringing it up. So uh, yeah, so I, I think that maybe the VIP meet and greet. Some people weren't accustomed to like having. You know, a little cheese spread and stuff. Like just, they're like, oh, this is free, bro. <laughs> I'll just take this apple. <laughs> Son of the Don't apple. worry, Vinny was staring. He was eating the rest of it for everyone. <laughs> oh, they, they connected at the middle. <laughs> 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 they ate the block of cheese and kissed. <laughs> uh, it's not going to get funnier than that. Are we done here? I think we are. Okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over. I gotta go. Goodbye. 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 Do we have to give it up to that guy's beer, though? Epiphany? Thanks so much, guys. I'll see you later. Shit, yes. Mike, you rock, buddy. I'll I'll be in uh, in touch with you. Thank you, man. All right, guys. Yeah, I didn't say this. Maybe I'll pop this in somewhere in the show. Mount Glarus. Whoever gave us the Epiphany beer. Yeah, yeah. Fucking fantastic. It's so funny. Yes. Those labels. I should read that on the next show. Read the label of the uh, Epiphany. I think we talked about it in the creep. Might get sued. But uh, (laughs) that was really funny. The Stuttering John beers. Those are fantastic. Uh, Vic, how was your Sunday after Saturday? You said you were puking a little bit? (laughs) No, I didn't puke at all. Uh, Bello puked. uh, He fell asleep both nights, Saturday and Sunday, with his fucking uh, head in the toilet. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because Friday night, he's like yeah. fucking party guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to a gay bar. Let's fucking rock, you know? And then I see him the next day at our show in the green room. I'm like, hey, man, how was the gay bar last night? He's like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't make it. I'm like, what's going on, man? You were like all fired up by that. He's like, yeah, I, I'm not normally like that. Uh, <laughs> I had too much to drink. <laughs> like, oh, okay. He was talking to me all the time. He was like, oh, I fucking get shit-faced in New York. I'm like, bet. Like, you can handle me in, in fucking Tennessee, Nashville, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he could not. 
you try to match me and like i'm very i can get shit faced i lose my legs but i'm still and your drinks in there <laughs> Well, in your defense, you were wearing shoes that I could ne- never walk in with yeah, my little club foot. So you should have fucking told me there would be turf, Carl. I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. It. it was funny watching you get up on that stage, though. I thought you were going to take a spill. I know. You almost put your hand up, and you're like, ah, it'd be funnier. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, she does fall. I don't own this place. <laughs> it's not my liability. <laughs> is there a Mr. Hamburger who put this show on? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, it's his twin brother, actually. 